Welcome to the Juice in the Morning podcast. This is your host, Justin Juice Kelly. So I had asked quite a few people to post when they um, or send me a a voicemail of when they found out that Santa was not real anymore. And through the podcast with Shane and BJ and I, we kind of didn't really feel like we could ever get to a point where we could actually bring that segment in. So I'm going to go ahead and play these all before the episode and then that way it's easier to cut together and that way I can um, you know show appreciation for those that took time out of their day to you know tell us about their experiences with Santa and telling either their kids and all that stuff so go ahead and enjoy this is Bo Bowker and letting you guys know when I found out Santa Claus was not real um, I remember it perfectly. It was two days ago when you texted me and said, why don't you call in and leave a message that Santa Claus isn't real and the first time you found out about it. And that's when I found out, man. Um, I was actually, I was in the second grade in a bathroom standing at a urinal. It's my tiny yet age-appropriate penis in my in my age-appropriate hands, and um, and Nelson, this kid Nelson, uh, started talking to, to some other kid about freaking Santa Claus, because it was the holidays, and Santa was almost here, and it was going to be Christmas Day, and I'm so excited, and then I hear freaking Nelson talking to somebody else, I think it was David Dela Cruz, I don't remember exactly, okay, and Nelson says, I know who Santa Claus is. Santa Claus is my grandma, and first of all, that voice is not racist, okay, um, because, uh, well, no, in fact, uh, Nelson was Korean, okay, and I'm just really bad at accents, no, okay, he was, he was a black guy, but it's not racist, because that's exactly what Nelson sounded like, um, in my memory, so, uh, Nelson said that his grandma was Santa Claus, and, I mean, if that doesn't blow your eight-year-old mind, then I don't know what will, um, because there was a lot of computing going on in my brain, like, what does that mean? Is a 75-year-old black woman is actually Santa Claus? Uh, but he, you know, so I, I put my penis away. Um, again, tiny, but perfect for my body at that time. Look, I don't want to get into that. This is about Santa Claus. And, um, and I inquired, uh, deeper with, with, uh, young Nelson, and he explained that he saw his grandma wrapping presents and putting them under the tree, and that they said Santa on them, and I was like, like I felt it in my, in my soul, in my tiny little, little penis. No, in my tiny little heart. Like I felt it, like it hurt, because I loved Santa Claus. And the idea of Santa Claus is magical. And so I never, like, admitted it. Like, it just, it was like my dirty little secret. Um, where, like, I couldn't tell my mom. How was I gonna break that news to her? That, that Santa Claus was a 75 year old black woman. I couldn't tell her that. Um, and also, like, I just wanted to keep getting the presents. And, and if you think I was going to risk not, look, juice, 
This is embarrassing. It's Bo Bowker again. I got cut off. Uh, I spent too much of my allotted time talking about my baby penis and and uh, and Nelson and his black grandmother. Um, but the point is, I wanted to continue to believe in the magic, and I wanted to continue to receive all the excellent presents from Santa Claus. So I kept this going until I was like 14, and I was just like, hey, Mom, I still believe, so you got to fork over those good prezzies. Um, and, uh, and so that's the way it went for me. But it's made me think, okay, now that I have children, all right, how I can control a little bit how they find out. And if they find out, and we decided, all right, so they, they're going to find out eventually, all right? So, but I can have them find out and still maintain the magic. And here's how we're going to do it. All right. My grand, uh, my father, all right, he's going to die someday, probably fairly soon. I don't know. He's got diabetes. and It's not going well. And I'm probably going to be the one to find him because he's pissed off everybody else in his life. And when I do... I will have a red Santa suit in the trunk of my car, and I will go through the trouble of changing him into the the red Santa suit and a little hat, put on a white beard, and then I will parade my children in and be like, oh, my God, you guys, Santa Claus is dead. Um, I don't know how I'm going to tell them that they died, uh, that he died, um, either natural causes, maybe put – a gun in his hand. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It depends on if they've been naughty and nice. And that's the thing. That that's I get to determine that. Um, so that's the plan as of now. Um, and uh, tell me what you think. Uh, if you like that. If you like that plan or not, Juice um, and, and and listeners. Um, and, uh, and cause then they, they think that, oh my god, he was real. I saw his rotting corpse. Um, so the magic survives, but, but Santa does not. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you guys. Love you, Juice. Thank you so much for, for, uh, letting me leave these ridiculous messages. Uh, you're the best, dude. Take care. Bye. Hey, this is Big Zach Scott. Uh, just want to leave a quick message about, uh, uh, when I found out Santa Claus wasn't real, I think I was probably about nine or ten, and I, I basically it was like at school and you know getting excited for Christmas, and waiting for Santa to come, and telling everybody you know it'd be great. Uh, and I think a few of the the kids there probably were like laughing and teasing at me because I, you know, still believed in Santa Claus. So, you know, naturally I waited until after school to go talk to mom about it. And uh, she pretty much set me down and said, the, you know, Santa Claus uh, was real at one point in time, way back in history. Um, but for the most part, she and my dad and uh, other family members would uh, would buy the presents. They'd uh, write out for Santa, and that I wasn't allowed to tell uh, Chelsea, my sister, uh, until much much later uh, when she grew out of it. But in all honesty, I'd still like to believe that at least the spirit of Saint Nick is still around. I mean, all of us uh, chip in and you know get gifts for the people who either need them or 
could really uh, use them. Uh, we celebrate from time to time, laughing like the jolly old uh, fat man. And there, then again, some of us even get the opportunity to dress up like Santa Claus and spread holiday cheer. So I think I still kind of believe that uh, Santa Claus is still real, at least in spirit. And I think in the in these holiday times, it's all that really matters, right? Happy holidays to everybody and a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hi, this is Alex from the PTO Limited podcast. Uh, I stopped believing in Santa uh, very young, probably between first and second grade. Um, I was playing some hide-and-seek with my brother and sister and climbed into my parents' closet and noticed I was sitting on top of toys around Christmas time and it just so happened that those same toys I was sitting on were the toys that I opened Christmas Day that had the note saying from Santa on them and I put two and two together and that's when I stopped believing. So I was eight or yeah I think I was eight I was in the third grade when I was sitting in my classroom talking about Santa Claus and everybody in the entire room um started making fun of me, and I even think a few of them threw, like, paper balls, you know, at me, and I swore that Santa Claus was real, um, and they all shouted and screamed, and oh, I was wrong. Anyways, I went home. I asked my dad. I said, tell me, is Santa real? And he said, do you want to know the truth? And I said, yes, but in my head and heart and soul, I was thinking, dear God, please have them lie to me even if Santa isn't real, which I know that he is. And so I said yes, and then he told me the truth, that Santa wasn't real. And it I was devastated. It was the worst thing ever. And I'll always remember that moment. Hey, this is Juice's mom with the story of how he found out there was no Santa Claus. So when he was about eight or nine years old, um, he was coming home from school telling me that the kids on the school bus were teasing him and giving him a hard time, that there wasn't a Santa Claus, and um, he was fighting with them and getting really upset about it. And so I was a young mom, and I wanted to always be honest with him and upfront, and I didn't like that he was getting teased. So I just said, okay, do you really want to know the truth? And He's like, yeah, Mom, I really want to know. Tell me the truth. And so I said, okay, there is no Santa Claus. And his eyes got really big. If anybody knows him and knows how big his eyes are, his eyes got really big. And he looked at me and he said, so you mean to tell me you have been lying to me my entire life? (laughs) And... So that didn't go down like I really intended it to. Um, We had to talk through some things, and um, I think he finally forgave me. Um, That was my lesson that honesty was not always the best policy. Um, But uh, so at the time it was pretty funny, but um, sad at the same time because it's always sad when you don't have that for them to believe in anymore. So. I'm sorry I laid it all out there for you, Justin. I hope Christmas is still magical. (laughs) And um, take care. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Justin. It's Mike. So um, the story about telling Caitlin about Santa Claus, 
Um, you know, I think as a parent, it's always it's always hard to try to figure out when's the right time to tell your kids about Santa Claus. So um, Caitlin's going to be eight uh, on Christmas Eve this year. So um, we're thinking, you know, she's about the age to to explain to her how Santa works and everything. And so we decided to start looking into how to do it. So after looking at some, you know, articles online and just just reading everything, it basically said when a kid is old enough to start asking questions about Santa, you know, it was a really good time to explain it to them and then just kind of explain it in a logical way. They're asking questions, so use that to catapult yourself. So, again, we were thinking maybe after after Christmas we would sit her down and talk to her and, and do what we can. But one day we came home from the grocery store and she just came up to Christy and basically gave her the I'm disappointed um, speech and she said, hey, look, I think Santa's not real, um, but I want you and dad to tell me because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want you guys to lie to me. So <laughs> Christy, like, freaks out, calls me into the bedroom uh, and, like, just, he's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So so I, I'm like, okay, so I'll, I'll talk to her. So I, I bring Caitlin in there and I'm like, so why, you know, what's going on? Why don't you believe in Santa? Like, and and she just kind of starts being logical about it. She's like, I don't know how he gets around the world in, in one night. How does he carry all the presents, reindeer fly, all this stuff. So, again, with the article that I read, it, it said, you know, when kids start asking these questions, the logical questions, and you can't just say, hey, it's magic every time, um, maybe it's time to come. So, so I'm like, okay, well, it sounds like, you know, we need to talk. So I, I start telling her that, Santa isn't real, and that's me and me and Christy, and and something that mommies and daddies do, and all this stuff. I I like I panic, so so we're in the middle, and I'm like, so Santa's not real, the Easter Bunny's not real, the Tooth Fairy's not real. Oh, and the elves in the house, they're not real either. We do all of that, so I just basically ruined her childhood in about a five minute um, span. She she was pretty disappointed, like, um, and it's funny now, but, like, she was basically tearing up because, like, I think she was hoping for a confirmation that that it was just a rumor that she heard and that Santa was real, and, and I just ruined it. You know, it, it, you never want your kid to be the kid who, who tells all the other kids. Um, that Santa isn't real, but you also don't want your kid to be the last. Sorry, Mike, you got cut off uh, a little early, but I appreciate it. And we've got just a couple more, and that's it. Hey, what's up, man? It's Shane from Now That I'm Older. I just wanted to tell you my story about finding out that Santa wasn't real. Um, I was a little bit older. Um, I kind of knew that he wasn't, but my brother was younger, so I was kind of towing the party line for a little bit uh, when it came to keeping the secret alive and everything like that. But one year, my my brother was, uh, God, I want to say he was like eight, seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. And uh, he had found out from somebody at school or he had been told from somebody at school that, you know, maybe Santa wasn't real. So we decided that we're going to go out looking for gifts and stuff like that and uh, to try and see if we can prove that he is. Because I'm trying to tell my brother, like I said, I'm trying to keep the, the secret alive and everything like that. I'm trying to tell him, no, Santa's definitely real, definitely real. 
And he's like, well, let's prove it then. Let's go look in mom and dad's closet. And if we look in mom and dad's closet and there's nothing in there, then that's fine. You know, and I, he didn't know that the presents were in mom and dad's closet by any stretch of the imagination, but that was typically where they would hide stuff when they didn't want us to get it. So lo and behold, we march ourselves into my mom and dad's room, open the closet door, and there are all the toys that we're going to get. It was like the week of Christmas when this whole thing was discovered. And there's everything. And like I said, I kind of knew that Santa wasn't real ahead of time, like some people had told me, but I never, I kind of was allowing myself to believe, I guess you could say, because I knew it wasn't real, but I wanted to keep it alive for my brother, and I wanted to keep it alive because once the magic dies, it's fucking dead. So as soon as we saw the gifts, we knew it, and me and my brother had to go through that Christmas just being like, yeah, great, this is all awesome. We we never knew that we were getting this kind of stuff, but we both totally knew exactly what was going on. So it was heartbreaking and crushing, but at the same time, it was kind of like figuring out a mystery you already knew the answer to. So hope that helps out a lot, man. Have a good one. Hey, what's up, Juice? This is Paul from Polly Sleepers. Um, you wanted a story about when I found out that there was no Santa Claus. And I can't remember, but I have a story on when my son found out there was no Santa Claus. He found out because my ex-wife told him he was very young, like seven or eight. And uh, I thought it would be a family discussion to decide when to uh, break the news. He was definitely the first amongst his peers to find out. Um, he was cool enough to not, you know, spill the beans to any of them and let them find out their own way because uh, my son, Paul Jr., is a pretty good kid. Um, but I remember being really mad at my ex-wife about that. And, uh, you know, come to think of it, when this story just popped into my head, um, I could never really put a finger on when things started to erode in our relationship, and I decided that that was it. That was the first kind of uh, – nail in the coffin was uh, telling him that there was no Santa Claus, that bitch. See you, Juice. Bye. Merry Christmas, everybody. No, that, those were all great stories. I appreciate everybody taking the time to call in. Like I said earlier, there's. I just felt like there was no really time that I could fit this uh, chunk in, so I just decided to throw it at the beginning of the episode and uh, just kind of get everybody in the Christmas spirit because we talk a lot about Christmas in the um, episode, but you know we go all over the gamut. So just be excited and ready for the Christmas skateboarding slash um, time traveling aliens, um, growing up, just basically anything that you can think of that is an entertaining subject to talk about. Um, Shane, BJ, and I get into it. So once again, Merry Christmas, everybody, and get ready for the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Juice in the Morning. We are in the juice box with BJ Robbins from the Smugcast. How are you doing, buddy? I am feeling great. <laughs> I'm feeling. Awesome. I am feeling great. Back. Hey, um, is record on? Yes. I'm right. just double checking. <laughs> We're not going to lose this one. I thought we'd talk a couple hours and then maybe see about having a podcast tonight. <laughs> and then that other voice you hear is Shane Jones. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, swell. Did you have a good day today? Had a rough day. Uh, that's all Long right. Long day. 
Well, people are listening to this, and it is Christmas Day. So, Merry yeah. Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah, I don't. Our, I don't know. What, so, are you, what are you going to be doing right now since we're living in the future? Uh, let's see. This is midnight on, right? on Christmas Day. Yeah. yeah um, probably trying to get my daughter to sleep because she has no <laughs> sleep schedule whatsoever. And then um, probably getting her presents out under the tree yeah. somewhere along the, the hours of 1 to 3 o'clock in the morning. So, when you say that, are they from Santa? Uh, hell yeah, they are. <laughs> I we so we went and got all our presents yesterday. We dropped her off at my uh, fiance slash girlfriend's yeah. house. Yeah, you got to get that right, man. I know, geez. Did she give you shit for that? Is there two of them? No, a fiance and a girlfriend yeah. already? <laughs> well, I got the side girl, that a boy, fiance, yeah. girlfriend. Um, well, the know. Smugcast is Side Chick Studios. So. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, that's awesome. That's the best name ever. It's it's uh two it's two week notice studios and then and <laughs> two weeks notice. <laughs> there's yeah I'll have to tell you off the air I can't say it on the air. But was what was what was well, I saying about you were saying that you were getting presents ready? Oh so yeah Santa. so yeah so basically when we we came back to pick her up I just said oh we went and talked to Santa and he said you've been good this year and we told him all the things you wanted and she was like. But like, what did you tell him? <laughs> so what what exactly did you say to him? And I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to get into this with you. All right, so you guys want to hear something awesome? My uh, yes, my barber is a female, and so it's not a barber. She's still a barber. No, that's a fucking stylist. She was yep, she was trained a, through barber barbery school. I don't know. She's what a barbarian. <laughs> But anyway, so we're we're talking about is that. Her, is her name just Barbara? Is that <laughs> her name is Kristen. Shout out to Kristen. You do a great job. Um, if she's if she's listening, I apologize for this because I still think it's funny. I don't know how other people will judge it. But she was telling me that she wants to one year if her kids are really bad, take all the presents out from under the tree and tell her tell them that they were bad and this is like the consequence if you're bad santa will like take the gifts back it's too similar to and what well let me finish and she said but what i want to do to make sure they're not too upset is tell them like you know but mom got you these gifts and like bring out gifts you can earn them back exactly oh my god so that's like the greatest thing you could do to like wean your kids off of santa is that <laughs> what you're what, just that's saying what I was okay so like yeah you could just tell them like but i also thought it might be it might mess somebody up a yeah little bit. you're like <laughs> like you're like dude santa's coming and they're gonna be like santa's a dick like <laughs> real hype about it because you messed them up when they were like <laughs> eight or whatever was it through the who i don't know where i heard the story it's been a long couple weeks but so Someone would take a present and throw it in the fireplace. Oh yeah, that would, dude. That would. Really Someone mess said, you yeah, up there was, but it was an empty box, so they'd yeah. be like, "Oh, you fucking up." They would throw it in there, and then it would be. Uh, That's the- similar to the Jimmy Kimmel's. What I was going to say, how they tell their, they have them send videos in of them um, telling their kids that they ate all their Halloween candy. Oh yeah. And I actually did one this year. Did you? And I have it on my phone. But yeah, That's it's pretty, awesome. It's, it's pretty funny. My daughter was like, "All right," but we did it to these two kids. We, uh, like this other little girl that we hang out with, like, you know, that my girlfriend has, you know, whatever. And the other little kid was like crying, like super like, and my daughter was just like, okay. Like, yeah, she's like, right. that, that's fine. I'll was get it, more candy like, later. Like, was it good? Or <laughs> like, she didn't care. She's like, let's go play. <laughs> like I told my kids this year, they were like, they're 14, 12. They're like, dad, what are we getting for Christmas? Like, uh, we're poor. They're like, no, we're not. Like you have, you I know, know we're not poor dad. 
He's like, he was like, what are we getting? I was like, I was like, I would have got more, but we had a second child. <laughs> blame your brother or blame your sister, or whatever. It is. And it's weird now when the older, the younger kids, like, uh, I mean, Shane were talking about, it, it was like real cool. He, he's going to go through all the cool stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, you know, it's like Christmas morning and my wife used to put up this red tape or uh, yarn and they, they couldn't go past it if they broke it or whatever. Yeah, that's a good Santa, idea. Yeah, Santa would stab them. I don't know what would really happen. <laughs> or Krampus or somebody. Yeah, tell them about that Krampus, dude. Oh, and yeah. then they would uh, rip and then um, they would rip open the gifts, and it was just great. I'd videotape it. And now it's like, hey, guys, it's Christmas. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I was up late watching Arrow I, or something. I always knew to be in a good mood. when I, I told you this before, but my dad would get pissed if I didn't act just right when I opened my <laughs> presents. No, I don't. He, did you tell Yeah, like, you he, did tell me that. And I was like... Oh, like I would be like, like if I didn't spend enough time looking at it before I put it to the side of me, he'd be like, "What? You don't like it?" Oh, I feel that way. When, when they get to that gift, you're like, "Oh, they're gonna love this. They're gonna yeah, love this." And they're like, like eh. "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> well, my girlfriend kept telling me that she was like, I kept saying like, "Why don't we get her this?" She's like, "She doesn't know what that is." I'm like, "She doesn't know what anything is. She's three. <laughs> She's like, I'm like, let's get her uh, like a Pokemon." She's like, "What? She doesn't know what Pokemon is." I was like, "She's gonna learn like." <laughs> If she, I'm her dad. She's gonna know exactly what Pokemon so is. So I, I specifically remember, like, progressively each year, just caring a little bit less about how much I wanted to like make it look like I was really excited about something. Because like when you get as you get older, you start to like you get a present, and when you're little, it's like, oh my god, this is the coolest thing in the world. But that's like actual the way you feel. Yeah. But then as you get older, it's like, yeah. oh, I needed this. Well, thank you that you got this for me because this was something I needed. Now I'm yeah. like, where am I going to put this? <laughs> like, why do I have this? Like, my, every year my mom gave me um, f- a flannel uh, pajama pants. <laughs> Like thir- like I had like 13 pairs, yeah. 13 years in a row. <laughs> you, had, you had more pajama pants than nights of the week you could wear them. Um, I still remember um, my, the, my worst group. My parents were divorced at Same six. Here. And my, well, I don't think it was a choice. My dad left when I was six. So I remember our first split Christmas. He, uh, um, Transformers was huge. Like, my dad got us, like, cool gifts, but we wanted to bring them back to the house we stayed at. We you are to- old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 37. It's not that old. Man. Like, I told someone. You, you said earlier that you're, like, well, I forget what it was, 98 yeah. when you met your wife. Yeah. So I was, like, damn. I was nine. I told someone today, I was, like, I still have 60 good seconds. After that, then <laughs> I'm fucked. Like, someone could whip me. But, um, and we... And we came back to my mom's house just crying because he wouldn't let us take the toys with him. He was like, no, they stay here. You play with them when you're here. And now I'm a dad. I'm like, I would never fucking do that. That's because when I just, I, I mean, I don't know. This. He was a dick. I was going to say, I don't know the circumstances, but I remember like my, my parents have been divorced ever since I was, I, I can remember. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. they are very like, if you don't like, they're very like, I, you can only enjoy this here. And like, this isn't like, they don't want you to have fun with that thing at the other place. Yeah. But I mean. So, so what's you re- left that at your dad's? So I'm like, well, like, what the hell? I'm well, what's like, what's hilarious toy, about this is, um, I did put out on the social media that I wanted people to call in and leave voicemails about, you know, telling their kids that Santa isn't real. But the one that I got from my wife's dad actually involves this exact same thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'm gonna what play are, it. For, I'm gonna what play are it the for chances? You guys. Damn. <laughs> hey, Justin, this is Papa John. Um, can't really recall when the kids really stopped believing in Santa Claus, but I have a couple of stories that I can share with you. He sounds wise. Um, one is we always did stockings were always from 
Santa Claus. Presents under the tree, they knew were from mom and dad, but they always knew that stockings, whatever was in the stockings, that's what came from Santa Claus. So I remember one year the kids asked me after Mary and I were divorced, they said, Dad, how come we always get more presents at Mom's house than your house? <laughs> um, bewildered there, I had to think a minute, and I told the kids, well, it's because you, uh, you're at Mom's more than, than you're at Dad's house, so that's why you get uh, more presents from Santa. You took half a shit. <laughs> we got all got a big kid. I thought that's where that was going for sure. <laughs> so that was kind of a funny little story. And then as far as He's so nice. the final straw for not believing in Santa Claus, we really, went really to my is. mom's in Florida, so I took the kids down there to Florida for Christmas one year and uh, ran out of, I ran out of wrapping paper for gifts. So when I got to wrapping all the Santa gifts, I used some old wallpaper from the kids' room. It was Huddle's football wallpaper. And I uh, wrapped those in, took them to Florida with us, and then on Christmas Eve after the kids uh, went to sleep, I got their stockies out and stuffed them with the uh, wallpaper wrapped paper. <laughs> and uh, the next morning, the kids woke up and saw yeah. their wallpaper wrapped around Santa's gifts. And uh, <laughs> on the whole day, kind of really wondered, you know, that Santa really didn't believe that Dad wrapped those presents with the old wallpaper. So, uh, <laughs> the old the wallpaper. So, uh, hope that helps. Uh, got a little bit of cold, so I'm a little... <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks, Papa John. Can that I was just, awesome. Can I just explain how much I want to be this person's friend? <laughs> yeah. Dude, John, Jen's dad is literally he the sound, nicest I know, person. He sounds so nice. And he's one of the most friendly people, most loving people. Does he like to drink? He does. Okay, so what my immediate thought was... Like he's so nice, and like it be sounds like a person that would be fun to drink with. Oh, it, he it definitely is. The um, he'll even tell you the thing that he does the most though is he repeats himself a lot. No, not at all. <laughs> That's just an old people thing and, in general. Uh, should but, I do it now? <laughs> but uh, no, he. But what's funny is, is the kids like my wife and uh, her brothers, <laughs> literally telling me how he was when he was younger because he's a huge Forty ers fan. Like Steve Young loves the Forty ers and he's my wife and her brothers have told me stories of like they used to go down in the basement to like stay away from him when he was watching the games because he would like lose his mind so much watching the games. Joe Montana, <laughs> Joe Montana. So he's he's a sweet Jerry guy. Rice. I'm glad he called Bill Walsh. Goddamn West Coast offense. <laughs> I'm glad he called in, and uh, that's just one of a few that we got. But I think we should actually. I'll just intersperse them in if we. If it's we, like a Metamucil commercial. I just like we just. It was a live one. He's like, <laughs> he's just mixing it up. I got a bit of a cold. Uh, I got those sniffles. He just sounds so nice. It'd be uh, funny if he'd be like, "Hey, you, uh, you coming over this weekend?" And just start rambling into something else. <laughs> well, I've been thinking uh, about doing something to the back porch, and uh, just kind of go. Right. Oh no, she touched the thermostat. Gonna have she's gonna be pissed now. <laughs> that sounds like my daddy. As long as it's the Arctic, we're all good. Now my one of my favorite Christmases when my 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 mom remarried. Um, I say Steve, but Steve means dad. Like when I say Steve, that's dad. Yeah. You know, um, when I hear dad, such a negative connotation. I'm like, eh. So we always played pranks on each other, really crazy pranks. One time I snuck in and dropped a jason glow in the dark mask while he was sleeping so it came right out of his face <laughs> he flipped out so we were messing around on christmas eve we were in middle school i think maybe middle school high school my mom's like hey go to bed whatever so they went out in the freezing cold and got 
dog shit and put it in chocolate covered cherry boxes. Oh, so Christmas no. morning we're opening it up and I'm like, oh, that's shit. And my brother's like, hey, what is this? Oh my goodness. He pulled it out with his hand. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I was like, Craig, that's shit. <laughs> he said, it's shit. <laughs> and my, my mom and Steve were just dying laughing. That's our household. My dad always liked to do this thing where whatever it was that I was super excited about that year, and one year it was, I hate to admit to this, but I was real into Bam Margera. And oh, like, yeah. of pink, course you I were. had a pink skateboard yep. and purple trucks, Man. and I was like real into. Um, you were probably like 25. You were yeah. a skater Having boy. fun. I know Bam. I Do yeah. you know him? Yeah. I uh, feel like know. him now. I've seen him lately. <laughs> yeah. He's like an alcoholic. and Yeah. But it's hard to see him like that, dude, because he's got like a little sp- special place in my heart. Yeah. But my dad, did, anyways, scratch all that. My dad did this thing where um, he thought it was hilarious. He just has these little things that he thinks is hilarious, and no one can tell him different. So... I go and he, he pulls this, like I open up all my other gifts, he pulls this box out of the garage and it's just like a normal cardboard box, like long, like a skateboard and it says BAM on it and then I, or it says YAM <laughs> with a Y and he thinks that's hilarious. <laughs> dad so jokes. I, of so course I pull it out and my dad's a trash man or <laughs> he drives a roll off truck but at the time he owned his own business and he yeah. just, so he, he found some skateboard in, in a, from the trash and wrote on permanent marker on top of it, yam. <laughs> and, he, and he's like, "Yeah, I got that. I got it. I got what you wanted. That's what it was, right?" And like, thought it was so funny. I was like thirteen, so I'm like, "Dad, like, you're st- no. stupid. Yeah. Stop." And then he comes out with the actual thing that like has oh, bam on. That's, it. that's so sweet. But he did that for like he he's done similar things yeah. to that. He likes like one year because he, he likes to fuck with you. Yeah, he pulled one, the best one he ever did that scared the shit out of me. He uh, he had a Christmas tree and he put a fake rubber snake inside of it. Oh my! And then he went and was like, "I'm carrying it." He goes, "Ah!" And then like pulls the snake out and throws <laughs> it at me. And me and my stepbrother at the time, like sh- speaking of shit, yeah. <laughs> shit our pants. <laughs> um. On a side note, there's a documentary on, uh, I think, YouTube of Bam, where he's at now, about being sober, off drugs. It just came out not too long ago. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and he's trying to skateboard, but his ligaments are so bad that yeah. he has to go real slow. Because yeah. I loved, like, I, I know Jackass was great, but I love Viva La Bam. Yeah, and then I went through all the... So I watched... I'm that hardcore of to when, like, I don't know if either of you guys know what CKY yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a brother. Well, that's his band, but, yeah, his band. but they had these videos when they were kids, and they called him Camp CKY, and um, he had all these different videos, and they were like his home videos from when he was a kid, and they would just do all this crazy shit, mm-hmm. and me and my best buddy Mark, who we've talked, he's, he's, who helped us with um, the stickers yeah, and all yeah. that, we, we've been friends since third grade, and we were like super into this together, and we would quote it all the time, <laughs> and it was like this big... But it's like Jackass before Jackass was even a thing. And that's Jeff Tremaine. That's how Jeff Tremaine found him because yeah. he was also he was a um, a skater and he would do demos or whatever. Yeah. So that's where like Chris Pontius, um, Rab himself, if you remember yep. him. Yeah. Jesus, um, that guy was weird. Brandon DiCamillo, that like I can kick you higher than you can kick me. The cur- <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard that little. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a. It, I have no idea. He used to what do that this is. like freestyle like rap. It's hilarious. And also, his best friend too that was um, that did passed away in uh, Porsche. Oh uh, yeah, Ryan Dunn. Ryan Dunn, Ryan yeah. Dunn came from just love Dunn, Pennsylvania. They're yeah. just like kids mm-hmm. making videos in I, Pennsylvania. When we went out to Delaware, we we were in that. We went to their town, drove through, and we drove yeah. around a little bit. And like you said, um, 
Jeff Tremaine found them and like started Jackass, and then I don't know where Johnny Knoxville exactly came from and Steve-O, but I... Knoxville was doing like his own thing, but, but like I don't know if he like got it from those guys. But it's crazy, because these, like, these are like hidden archive, like old-ass yeah, videos when, when Bam was like 12. Knoxville got found Yeah, they because, showed him on that documentary. I loved it, because I was a huge mark for that, because that came out... Like I graduated in 98, so we were doing some of that stuff because yeah. my buddy Adam had a um, video camera. So we took it out from his parents' house, and we yep. would just go out and videotape stupid shit or whatever, like me dancing at a Wendy's drive-thru. <laughs> and just, just like harmless yeah. stuff, and then we would do stupid stuff, and we'd actually pretend to be from the local news when they had a play, and then we were interviewing people as they come out. Until the, until the cop came up, like he was a he was off duty cop, and I was kind of being kind of a dick, and he laughed and walked away. And my other buddy's like, "Dude, that guy's a state cop." <laughs> we're, on, yeah. we're we're on the back of scooters filming. Yeah, we used to do all that kind of stuff. Like we and exactly like you said, um, like when I was ten years old, but uh, probably the Christmas before I got the skateboard, I asked my dad for a, a video camera, and he got me one. And I still have the videos to this day of nice. like us doing all this crazy like because we were skateboarders and we would do like we had razor scooters and we would do like all these stunts and like I don't razor know, scooters we, and things that would like destroy your shins whenever. no we would just do the like his dad allowed us to dig up the edges of the fence with the dirt and make um bmx ramps mm-hmm. and we made one that was like literally like four well like four. i'm saying like if you ever whip that around and hit yourself in the shin oh yeah we were just like i always like we, i my, think i still have scars from that yeah my mom would drop me off at mark's house before we go to school and i had like a good two hours before i had to get to the school bus every time we walked onto that school bus we were just like <laughs> had mud on us and shit like i was going to school with already with mud on me because i was just like real into <laughs> my cousin grew up a bmxer before he found uh drugs which was hilarious <laughs> Imagine that's, that. That but, sucks. Those two yeah. things kind of correlate yeah. with each other because but, like he used to ride on the um, top of the handlebars, like with his feet up. Yeah, yeah. and then like um, I used to go. They used to put on these shows with the BMXers and stuff like that. So like the skateboarding and, and biking as a young kid, I still remember the first skateboard I have was a Steve Lake and a Pal Peralta. Oh, and, Peralta, yeah, yeah. I remember it's like uh, what's it? Uh, dogs? What's the? Uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. No, that's a great movie, though. <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, and then I just remember like, Christian Slater came out with a movie called Gleam in the Cube, and like all that yeah. the culture was out, and I remember my cousin gave me a pair of Vision like pants. And I was like, holy shit. And I was just yeah. like, just loved it. Yeah, we were like crazy hardcore into skateboarding. Like Dogtown? Dogtown and Z-Boys. There yeah. you go. I, was uh, like, I knew I knew but that. But it's like where... Um, Peralta came from. That's where Tony Hawk. Well, not necessarily Tony Hawk, but like um, Tony Hawk was kind of a little later. He was like real, real young in those days. But it, like he kind of makes his. And I can't think of all their names right now. Yeah, you think. guys are in a completely realm that I have no fucking clue what. Oh, but I would, useless like, knowledge. That's what. I, that's my nickname. Like, like me and I, me and my buddy would just sit there and watch like skateboard videos, and then we would um, we had like Dave Mira. Yep. And then when the time when uh, Tony Hawk. Pro, pro skater came out we yep. were like i played that heaven. non-stop like I, like I said i didn't I know anything about Mira, it mirror killed himself that was still uh, weird yeah that is strange like he was the happiest guy on like the 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 mtv show but they always say some of the happiest people are the ones like that are the, that's why i laid the it out there depressed. openly like hey i have issues that way yeah. something happens like oh we weren't shocked we weren't shocked at all <laughs> it says it on my doctor so, report so it's not you gonna, guys it's not gonna be one of those breakdowns where they're like you're interviewing my, the family and they're like 
Yeah, we had no idea. Well, my thing is, I'll tell people all the time, like, yeah, I'm like super fucked up, and then there's, yeah, whatever, like just kind of like <laughs> laugh it off, and I'm like, okay, that was the best right. response. <laughs> They're walking away, going, that guy, right? Like, he's crazy. I like he's him. definitely like, heard that. And before. I go home and just like cry. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that I have some deep issues, but there, I, I think that I keep them under wraps pretty well. I think I've been saying that since I met you. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah. trying to get him just to go snap once, and he's always like, "Hi, how are you?" <laughs> yeah, uh, sun shining. I'm the one. Is. I'm the one that'll snap, which is not <laughs> like. But not, that's good to have. I gotta have somebody in the backup right there. I go. I don't know. Like it's. It takes me a lot. Like I'm not like credible hawk. Where, I'll, but when I go, yeah, same here. Like it takes. It takes some stuff to get you riled up. <laughs> it's a good snack. That's the worst thing. The other day, we I spilled my drink on the table in the studio. Oh, start no. going towards the Mac, and I'm flipping out. <laughs> All right, like a, so, it's like a bouncing. So we talked about away. a lot of stuff that I don't know about. I want to hear shocker. Though, I want to get out of here. I know I know a lot of shit, but fucking BMX yeah, skateboarding. We, that was not my uh, forte at the and time. And we're like 30 years apart, that, and we still hit it. That was what I mean. He, I was, yeah, he I was wants playing to, football. He wants and, to call us a nerd right now. Yeah. I mean, not a nerd, but... <laughs> See, he shoot. pretty much just said, like, <laughs> I was sports for me forever. I mean, it was at that time. That's yeah. what I was doing. But also... Oh, I, I still was, played sports. No, yeah, I just I had a broader horizon. On, same year. I was only focused on that. Okay, then maybe a thing that you guys know and that I know of. Faces of Death. Did you guys yeah, see that? absolutely. I saw the one with the monkey. That was the same time as all the skateboard yeah. stuff. When I, I saw, saw the monkey lot. when they cut his head open, I was done. <laughs> Some fucked the up people stuff getting that. hit by, like, trains... Yeah, that's just. But now get on Facebook, and that's just a common exactly. thing. And then people, and then people are like, "Well, if you would have just waited a minute, like really, <laughs> like he's already got hit." It's not like <sighs> my conspiracy theory is that Faces of Death just turned into Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> you just thought of that, didn't I you? I did. That's I feel the same. I feel, <laughs> the, same, I I feel like the same way watching both. Yeah. Like it's a big mistake to be watching <laughs> either. But no, the the segment that we've been doing lately, BJ, and I know that you like. I've been on your show. You guys judge people. You, he was gonna, he was just gonna say you like to judge people. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys do. No, it's like not. A I mean, our mine. show's not called Rainbows and Sunshine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It is. This is a good name. Uh, one of these days, when it's like okay to say it, I'm just gonna have a podcast called Quit Being a Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it probably exists already. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, but yeah, so we do a segment called uh, Judgment Day, and we're trying to shorten the clip up, but. Uh, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Judgment Day with Juice and Shane. That's all you get. No more. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the people that I want to judge this week, and I actually texted Shane about this, and he disagreed with me, so I want to see his uh, response for the show. Um, the I'm scared because I don't remember this. The issue that I have is I don't have a problem with Christmas lights. Like, we have Christmas lights up, you know, decorate your house however you want. But the strobing lights that when you're driving by are ready to give you a seizure because they're extremely bright LEDs or or blue. The ones that are blue will fuck with your eyes. Like, I mean, you can't like if you look over at it and it's flashing at you and then you look back at the road, you can't see the road. So I'm judging those people. Stop having the fucking strobe lights for your Christmas lights. Nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody wants to see it. I don't want to see it. And I also don't want to wreck my car because I see your strobing lights and I have to look at them because they're strobing. Yeah. I think just these So people, fuck those people. <clears throat> I think those people don't give a shit about your eyes. Hey, 
You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Like, I think that they're like, they probably don't even think of that when they're putting them up. But like, but what, like, like, what's the what's the excitement that you have where your lights are like changing colors and flashing? And like, what sure what is good about that? Because like- my thinking is, is like, if you have those outside your house, they're going to be coming in your window. So like me being yeah, somebody like that's that. a little bit OCD or something, I'm not even OCD, but I can't think of the actual mental problem. But if I see you're pretty much just ADD. Saying- so if I see like all these <laughs> all these things flashing. I'm yeah, gonna be like, you just wouldn't want lights outside of your house while you're trying to sleep, flashing and yeah. stuff, especially at night because that's yeah. when they're out. Hey, so they probably a, fucking hate their neighbors too. So did you see AP's house? I did. Did you see it? Do they flash? They don't flash. I don't know. I sit in chairs, smoke cigarettes, and drink coffee. Yeah. I always put them up. <laughs> I don't think his flash though. I think I saw his picture. They don't flash. They don't change colors. Yeah, right. I mean, I'll, I'll agree that those kind of lights are not my favorite. Get out of here, dude! You're trying to defend them. Aren't I'm you? not. No, I'm not trying to defend them. I did like. I just don't think. Like, yeah, they like they're. I get that. They're kind they're, of they're annoying. Not, they're not considerate of their neighbors. Their neighbors probably fucking hate it. <laughs> probably. Yeah. So. But they're just. I just imagine them just like Christmas is fucked. Just trying to like. <laughs> I love Christmas. Just <laughs> hype on Christmas. I don't know. I can't hate on that. No, I'm. Definitely. I think it still started where men just want to get out of the house. Like, uh, and they're like a twelve hour job. <laughs> like I'm gonna go out there and say like, it's your only day off, but yeah, I get out of the house like Man, it's thirty degrees. That's this guy right here to my right. What's up? You you don't you work all the time. Yeah, well, that's okay. I mean Jen put up half the lights. So yeah, I, I didn't mean, even get out of the house to put them up. Oh, well, <laughs> I didn't have we haven't even put up our Christmas tree. Yeah, you guys are really far I behind. Know, it, well, like it's coming like, up soon. Like a day will come. So I'm gonna start judging you guys. That's on, fine. Yeah, a day that <laughs> comes, on your lack of love for Christmas. I love it, but the day that comes that where we have like a day off together, we're just like, eh, what? What about ones like this where they actually put like ACDC? To yeah. It? See, okay, cool for the video, but if that was playing on loop, that would fucking annoy the shit out of me. If that was my neighbor, I would probably. I don't know. I Another have, thing is, like, I might just, have to pull a bitch move and go to the homeowners association. <laughs> so I'm gonna go tell on you. <laughs> I will. No, but basically, like, I get. I think I get what you're saying because, like, no one around me is doing anything like this. And if they were, it'd probably annoy the shit out of yeah. me. And I have at least three houses I pass on the way home from work. Yeah, but I don't I mind this. driving by it. I feel like you're just like straight staring into it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like it is, I'm like a bug to light. <laughs> all right, so I see it. I and would I just like, start staring at it, glimpse at it, and keep on moving. But you're just like. Well, anyways, my judgment is fuck these people, and um, they can suck a dick. All right. Jesus. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, so, since you are the the guest of honor, BJ, what are, what people are you, or it doesn't even have to be a person. It could be No, I got the person. Story. That's why I was running behind. Okay. So, I went through this little gas station, because I usually stop... Um, I was like, anytime I go do a show, whatever, I always stop and get something to drink, whatever. Because I'm not one of those people that go to someone's house and asks for something to drink. Because that irritates me. We always have extra, though. I just I just did that three times. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I went through this gas station at the end of the street down here, which yeah. I used to go to because I used to work across the street many years ago. And I don't know what was going on with this lady. Like is, she was is it the old lady. No, 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 no. The person she was waiting on 15, okay. 15 minute transaction. I'm Jeez. not even exaggerating, not exaggerating. And there was this girl in front We've of me. Actually, I think talked about these guys. Yeah, the... This new Doritos came out. So she's like, you want to try? <laughs> she goes, no, these are these here. You try this one, try this one. I'm like, bring her out. And then she's buying Powerball. She's buying power. And then I guess she must have hit on a ticket. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those people that hit on a ticket. Like, well, you still have $2 left. You haven't spent yet. Or do you want the $2 back? <laughs> 
Let me try that Dorito again. Let me see if I'm going to buy that one. And I'm sitting there and I'm talking Did to Ava. they have like samples of yeah. Doritos? Well, no, the cashier had hers open, so she had the cashier. Oh, my God. First of all, I would never eat a cashier's And then she had her Doritos. fucking... And then this lady's like 45 to 50 years old, had her kid in there with a like a tank top on in 30 degree weather. This girl lady in front of me must have something to do. She was losing her mind. She had on a shower cap. She had on Uggs. She had on some kind of tights and like a dirty shirt. Right? You should never have more on than your children. Yeah. And then the <laughs> and lady fr- the lady in front of me, all she had to do was pay. She wanted 10 on 6. Just 10. Yeah. If I was her, I was in a hurry. I was like, you know what? No big deal. I'm not going to let this stress me out. But I, I'm just like, and then behind me, like six more people came. <laughs> That's the busiest I think I've ever seen that guy. And then I, and then she gets up here. It's like, is there anything else you, anything else you need? And I was like, no. I was like, and I was just like, uh, like you want to try these Doritos? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your dirty Doritos. <laughs> let me okay. What was the let me jang them around in the bag a little bit? I've never seen them. They were in a um, like this box, like about the probably about a foot tall, and they were in a box, like a, instead of a round Pringles can, they were in a in like this weird tube, and I must have just been this lady just created this and was like, they're Doritos. <laughs> She's at home. I know nothing that really <laughs> like if you go north of here, like there's a lot of exciting bad things that happen because I work up that way. Yeah. But down here, it's like, oh, Doritos, shut the town down. Yeah. I love being from Greenfield because fucking nothing ever happens. <laughs> oh, I know. It's well, nice. I mean, sometimes a Mexican restaurant will burn down. Yeah. Like four years ago. That's true. But, oh, um, oh, you're see someone I haven't seen in a while. Well, I just got a rehab. <laughs> Yeah, like that's those. actually a true story that just happened. Oh, low, low, key, low key drug addicts is a thing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta cut the fidget spinner out though. Can you I can it? hear it oh, on the mic. Sorry, <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, funny story about that is the the only way that I can get um, Juice's dog to leave me alone when I get in here. <laughs> I've got two of them, so if you need one, too, and this is on. a real yeah. thing. Like this dog rapes me every time I walk in the door. He like jumps all over me, and it's a pit bull. The only way I can get it to leave me alone is by spinning, spinning spinner. a fidget spinner, and then the dog is like, it's like it's kryptonite. He's literally terrified. Yeah, he ran upstairs he, and his, hid. His mane on the back goes up. His ears go down. That's why I bring when I have the backpack, I take it off. Like when he opened the door, I didn't see it. I didn't see yeah. the dog. Usually, I put it off, put it right in front of my dick. <laughs> yeah, I learned the first That's day. That's a good move. Yeah. The first yeah. day. And then I had the mic stand the one time, and you're like, yep. I'll take that. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, we had a guest on that was my friend one time, and I basically was like, hey, bro. <laughs> I just, it's I tell about people, to it, go down. it's just funny because I've, I've told every person when I have done this by myself, and I know that the dogs are going to be out, and I don't, I don't want to put him in the cage because he's just going to sit there and howl the entire time, so it'll ruin the podcast that way. I always, like, I've told a lot of different people, hey, just, like, Knee him in the chest or like smack him. I don't care because can't do it. It's like someone else's kid. I can't do and, it. And and it's and the thing is, is at least you have that. I feel like that gen, like that idea. But I think a lot, I've had dogs like that. Yeah. I think a lot of people though are scared, but they won't tell you they're scared. Like it, like they won't tell you that they don't want to do what you tell them to do. Yeah, like I think because a lot, they're a lot nervous. Of, a lot of people are scared of dogs. Like yeah. I'm not one of those people, so it doesn't really like I like I'm really not scared of. But I think you do lot, the right thing where you ignore him, yeah. and so do you. Yeah, you guys just ignore him, and like you. But then if, I feel like I hurt his feelings. And then when he's like, and when he like calms down, you guys both have petted him. So like. 
that's the well, right I tried thing to, to do. show him that like we can do this down here like exactly. i'll pet you like we can make a whole like 10 minutes he wants out to of be it. in your skin he, if he could, yes he if wants he could to be. like i had jump. a Dober, i had a doberman for 11 years purebred dover and we got him when he was six months old and and we didn't get his ears cropped, so he looked like a big fucking basset now. But still, though, <laughs> it was still funny. You'd walk him down, like, uh, we were living in Whiteland in the town. Whiteland at the time. And uh, and we just, I'd be walking him, and people would go across the street. Yeah. And it's just insane. Yeah. I had a Rottweiler growing up, so similar. So did my wife that. did, too, yeah. But here's the funny part is about Whiteland and New Whiteland right across from each other. People not familiar with Indiana. I love it. New, just new. There's did, New did Whiteland and like Whiteland. discover it? Was there well, like what happened founder? was, I guess, I asked somebody once because I was the darkest person in Whiteland. <laughs> True story. I actually went door to door and knocked. And um, I said, hey, why, why is there New Whiteland literally across the highway? Well, this guy wanted to zone it this way, and he got mad, and he just went across the street just started building houses called <laughs> well, New Whiteland. What was it before New Whiteland? It was Whiteland. It was Whiteland. Just like a, a forest. Yeah, he was like... <laughs> I'm gonna start my own town. There's a yeah, get the fuck out of here. Where we lived at, it was uh, uh, it was great though because you could still hit golf balls out of the backyard towards the funeral home because you're not gonna bother anybody. <laughs> Quit, you're waking everybody up. <laughs> no, um, that's a dad joke, by the way. <laughs> I'm real good at those. Hey, can I tell you a really funny? Joke? No, you have to do who you're gonna judge real fast. Let me we'll just tell it. a joke. Tell the joke okay, first. Okay, it's real fast. Um, it better be. Why did the Mexican take his annex? Why? For his Hispanic attacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Sorry. I, I like used to say him get high. What? <laughs> I like that. That was good. Now, who am I judging? Who are you judging for this week? Or do you have uh, one? I'm going to go on a similar note with him and just say, last night I went to Toys R Us and they had one cashier on and about 300, <laughs> three, <laughs> 300 people in the store. And uh, I stood in line while this, like, like, it was literally like that movie with the sloths where he was like... <laughs> He was like bagging stuff as slow as possible and then kept asking the guy that kept walking by with the walkie talkie. He's like, You closing tonight? Like, just asking him. Like, having like a chat? Hey, can you like fucking, like, you know me? Like, you know how I was telling you last week, like, I'm like, if someone just get away from me, please. (laughs) I want to be like, Hey, can you just fucking bag my stuff up so I can get the fuck out of here? (laughs) But he was like, Hey, uh, did you hear this joke? You work next Tuesday? I just told you. You work next Tuesday? Like, just fucking step saying the dumbest shit, and he was moving, like, in slow motion. <clears throat> and the whole transaction, I was like, I had my money. I was like, just take it, please. Just take the money from my hands. change. Just keep yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, get... I don't know. And so that basically just really, like, why would you just have... And then they had this other line that was just... Had this, like, little makeshift stand that said, uh, for returns only. And there was a guy there... But he was just standing there. And there was like there. one guy doing a return while they're all of us stood in line. He could be just, you know, why doesn't the return guy jump in the mix with the people trying to leave? I don't and they, know. And this is the reason fucking Amazon's so big. Exactly. Now we got guys walking in and be like, hey, hey. And they just start, hey, you Brian? Brian? I'm like, yeah, I'm over here. He just yelled at the other day when he dropped off the packages in the store where I work at because I had shipped to the store or whatever. And he just keeps, he just didn't even really check. I just said, yeah, sure. And he's like, all right, sign here. And he just left. I'm like, I don't, you don't even know if it was well, it's me. Also this, it's exactly what we just talked about on the last podcast. Oh yeah. I was like, like pretty it, much once it's signed it, for their job. Yeah, done, once they don't it leaves the deliverer's hands, they're like, I don't give a fuck about this anymore. One dude came in and started running. Like he was like, here, here. All right. See ya. And he's like, <laughs> like same, same reason you can go to Target. He had a Fitbit. Same reason you can go to Target. He's just a, trying to get more steps. Have a red shirt on and be like, <laughs> you work here? You ever been no, to, just wearing a red shirt. Sorry. 
first of all, I once wore a red shirt to Kings Island on National, I guess, Gay and AIDS Day. And uh-huh. I was I was like 12, didn't know it. Oh, I kept getting high fives from everybody. I was like, Mom, everybody's great here. <laughs> that didn't really happen. I swear it? to God. As long as... To hate. I was a happy kid, except on the log ride. As long as they didn't have any, <laughs> as long as they didn't have any open wounds. But it was, it was like national awareness, you know, and they're all high five, and I'm like, yeah, what's up? Yeah. It was like everybody's great today. Oh, yeah. you know, how, old, how old were you? Like probably in between ten and twelve. I didn't know what AIDS was when I was twelve. Oh, you know, oh, you know how I found out what AIDS was. So, did you have did you have a blues boys club in Greenfield? Yes, we yeah. do. Okay, so that was the place to go. Ours was just all boys at that time. We didn't let the girls in and ruin everything. <laughs> and with their ways so you sure this wasn't the he-man woman haters club no no okay because we were talking to <laughs> a my little kid. bit before his time we were talking about after no. after <laughs> we were talking about what well, was the, it? the first one but <laughs> yeah. the one when i grew up was uh he, he, quit derailing it yeah i was trying the, to make a the, quick uh, joke we were talking to the boys about bullies, right? Like, don't be a bully. And, then I, and yeah. I, I started thinking about, and as I lay in bed, I started thinking about all the times I got bullied. And I was like, wow, this is rough. And I was probably in grade school. And they used to have, like, these pizzas you can get and put in a microwave in the plastic. It was like 9,000 degrees. It would melt oh, yeah. into the pizza. And I remember getting my pizza in my hand. And this guy came by, and he was like, high school, licked his fingers and touched my uh, touched my forearm. I was like, you have AIDS. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I was like fifth grade. Oh, yeah. and you're like went home and looked up yeah. what AIDS was, right? Yeah. No, we didn't have the internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, was ni- it, was, it was like 1989. No, so when I was a kid, I didn't really have the internet either. But I was like, a, which one some people might call a hypochondriac. Yeah, and I fucking thought I was dying all the time. Uh, one I, I, I one time, I picked that. a berry from a tree, and my brother's like, "Oh, those are poisons. You're gonna die now." <laughs> and for the next seven days, I was like, oh, my God, like just like freaking out. And then one time my mom had to take me to the local library to look up what rabies was because I was like, mom, I have rabies. She, th- I was like, mom, I have rabies. She was like, no, you don't. We're going to go look it up. And then we, she took me and we read what rabies was. So I was like, for so for a good like week, thought I had rabies. I was I was just as bad because I would, it's because I was bullied by my older cousins too and stuff. They'd always say I'd have something and. Like they once said that um, we were playing somewhere. Like, well, that's toxic place. So now you have it on your hands. And after I just ate or whatever, and they're like, that well, you just got in your mouth because it was after the movie Toxic Avenger, and it grossed. I it just it, he grosses me out if you've ever seen oh, it. Oh yeah. And so they're like, no, that's what happened to him. You have it. <laughs> so I'm like, because I was the youngest kid, and I ended up being eventually the tallest and the biggest or whatever. Yeah. But for the longest time, I'd be crying like, Mom, like I'm dying, and she'd just be like, What is wrong with you? That's weird. How like. I think as a kid, and a lot of people don't realize it, stuff sticks with you hard. And like, I feel like, like a perfect example. I remember my mom told me this really scary story about this guy that he was cleaning out his gutters and got bird poop on his hand, touched his eye, and went blind. So, like, one time <laughs> I was, I accidentally touched some bird poop. And then I, I was like, I, I, I know I touched my mouth. I know <laughs> I, so I spent the next, like, four hours spitting a bunch and like my mouth was so like i wouldn't let any you know i wouldn't swallow you know that sounds gross but i don't like to say swallows <laughs> but i just kept like i thought i was like yeah i'm gonna i i don't know how what the blind version of yeah i don't know i mean with what stuck with me a lot was my my cousin and i like He's always a fucking cousin he always talked about like the, his house was haunted we've told we told the story on the podcast before um <clears throat> but i believed it and like other stuff that, you know, we always, he and I always talked about like aliens and like 
if they were real or not. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that they're real. Like, I don't know where they're at. I don't know if they, I mean, but I, I always enjoy the conspiracies of them existing, like, and being in, like, involved with us. And I don't know if you guys saw that recently but the ufo program that like they like just released the information that they were funding it or maybe we've all known about this but it's something i just saw in the news that they've been being funded like 11 million dollars a year for the entire obama administration for a secret ufo program that the government is like monitoring so they're searching for ufos or they Whatever, really whatever say. that means. And like I pulled like obviously this is big news and, you know, you can't ever trust everything you see on the Internet. But they're, they're showing a video of like these fighter jets, like actually following like an object. And the guys are all talking about it. Like they're like, what is that? It's going, you know, against 120 knots or something like that mm-hmm. or 120 mile per hour winds. And it's like moving around crazy and stuff like that. And it's these guys that are actually like flying F-15s mm-hmm. following this thing. That's hard to, I don't know. I don't know if I would think that, like, that's not enough for me. Yeah. But I do, I'm, I'm on the same boat with you. I do think that aliens are real to some extent. And I just don't know anything about it enough to, well, like. Did I, t- you listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, right? Yeah. Where he had, um, who was it? The guy from Blink-182. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know his name, but yeah. But that guy is the guy that. Yeah, so, but so that the guy, guy seemed so, like he was bullshit. Though. Yeah, but the guy that is working with him is the one that just like got out of that program and is like, yes, like I firmly believe that there is, there is other life out there and that we know that it exists. And then <clears throat> on top of that, I did some more research digging into it. Cause like, I get really excited about that stuff. Yeah. Apparently the like Canadian def- defense minister or whatever is like, he knows about this and he's like, calm down some international relations with aliens or something. I need to watch some more documentaries. You can't trust a Canadian. <laughs> I just need to watch some more documentaries about it because I think it's interesting as fuck. I do too. I, I honestly don't know too much about it, but I think that it's for sure real. It's got I think. We yeah. were talking about we were talking about something else today. TC. Or was yeah. talking, we were talking about something else was about government or whatever. Uh, human beings are very intelligent people, very intelligent beings, but people are stupid. Yeah. And then they can't, sometimes they can't handle anything. Think about it. Sometimes when a girl breaks up with a boy, how, how, how do some of them handle it? They just flip out and over that or, you know, or, you know, someone takes the last taco or something and they just flip out or whatever. Someone drinks the last beer. And I mean, we've seen tons of news stories about like. A uh, roommate stabbing another roommate because they ate his last hot pocket or something. Yeah, that's horseshit. There. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm still like I'm still on the side of the guy doing the stabbing because if he took my last hot pocket, I'd be pretty pissed. Hot pockets are pretty delicious. <laughs> the, uh, but there has there. I mean, there is. I mean, there, there's things that, and I, and I said it tonight too. And I was like, there's things I don't want to know because I don't think there's things I could handle. Like you know, if they had to go in and kill a whole village. In order to stop, like attack here, do I want to know what they did in that village? It's true, like things like that. Like, I, I mean, because there's people that have to. You, you've been watching Punisher, right? Yeah, I haven't seen the. Like, I'm just talking the first couple episodes. You finish. You see three. where what theoretically they asked him to do, and you know, I point, you shoot, and then think. About, and that's that's where the other points. Like, I don't think I want to know everything that goes on. Mm. Yeah. Another thing with that is like if you're doing like I, obviously he was like a ground like infantry type guy but the guy I always thought it was crazy the guys that do like the bombings with the um 
the things that drones fly. drones so i always thought that was kind of crazy that like you don't really like they just that's uh, like you said you we point you shoot and like you don't know what you're blowing up i mean no. you, you do to a certain extent but like and also i don't think you ever find out initially like who who all you killed or who died or who was affected by this how many families you fucked up because you pushed a button to come blow somebody up I've always thought that was kind of crazy that, like, there's just people that, like, that's what you do. And it does make me wonder, I mean, we've we've all, <clears throat> so, for example, like, the analogy that I have is, um, I always, I've heard people say, well, it's way easier, like, to kill somebody with a gun because it's not as personal as stabbing somebody. So, to, like, emphasize, or to expand on so that like the thought, gun like, the, the bomb, people yeah. bombing is like you're super far away so you can compartmentalize that probably a little bit easier than if you're like an infantry person shooting somebody in the face I don't know because there's so many away. there's so many questions that go along with that so like you know more about the situation if you're on the ground with a gun mm-hmm. so just me personally if I were to like bomb somebody I would go home and think like I like I think it's different personalities cuz like immediately I'd be like oh I don't know what happened well if you watch the less you know the more my mind would wonder, and like me, it would oh, just be like, yeah. maybe it was a fan. Like I would just, uh, like I got worse. I'm a kind of like a worst case scenario kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like I like to be like as real with myself as possible. So I feel like initially I would just be like, oh, like what if they had, like what if it was a white a girl down there with a baby on the way, like or stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah. I would just think of the worst case scenario. It was like, born legacy, if you remember that, mm-hmm. like where they fly the drone in to blow up, where you know they canceled the program and yep. stuff like that. And then people just in there and they blow it up because it said, you know, these people are now our enemies. And also what a lot of times is they can, you can, like you said, is like, hey, all right, this is a hideout of terrorists. We need to make sure we hit yeah. it. And then that's what you're told. And that's what I've always wondered is how many times have you been given information like, okay, no, what I'm doing is right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden comes out classified records. You blew up a, a school. Yeah. So I don't know how you guys feel about this, but a lot of times I feel like sometimes when there are casualties that were not necessarily like something that we took into mind when we were going to bomb these people, do you think those were almost like necessary evils? Like maybe like that person is worth their life taking because so that we could take care of this person. Maybe like by killing these group of people, less people will die in the long run. I mean, I think I want to always innocent lives. You know, I always want to say, my first reaction is, you know, for the greater good. Yeah. But, you know, what what do I know what the greater good is? So, so. we kill these, accidentally kill these five innocent people and then, like, three bad guys. But who knows how many uh, people More this people bad would guy would have killed. The, yeah. So that's kind of like a... When it that's, comes, a really, that's a tough decision, though. It and is, that's, yeah. that's what people face on a regular basis. When you talk about not knowing stuff and not wanting to be, like, told things or whatever because you don't know if you can handle it, so something that I literally just I was just thinking about this because um, there was a news article that I saw and they were talking about the Simpsons predicting things that were happening. Yeah. And talking about the Fox like no just like Simpsons like the writers with with the Trump presidency and predicting so on, some of the other thing. Yeah. So I, I got the article oh, yeah. and I just want to like read some of these to you guys because. Like, I want to see what your guys' reaction is because then I'll tell you what my reaction was on a couple of them because it's just, it's interesting. Um, it's pulling it up right now, so sorry. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, so first of all, the very first one 
Siegfried and Roy's Tiger Attack. Season 5, Episode 10, uh, predicted in 1993, came true in 2003. So basically, the, the, the Simpsons writers predicted that the Tigers would eventually attack Siegfried and Roy. That's a no-brainer, right? Like, that's going to happen. Like, if you have animals, they will eventually... Well, I think when you take, potentially so, attack the handlers. Well, this is probably my view on all the rest of them that you're going to say. Probably not all of them, but like it's a coincidence. Like you know, it's a coincidence. I think like if you, anytime you take pop culture and things that are popular to people, there's it, a couple in here though that yeah, yeah, yeah. So, some of me, yeah. So anytime you take pop culture and then run like the scenario route, like oh, like what it would be funny if this happened. So then that's a perfect example. Like I'm sure in their heads they were like uh, Siegfried and Roy. Like one of these days, like everyone says, like these. You know, these tigers are going to kill them. So, yeah, so they played that out, and I feel like a lot of them are like that. I don't know the rest of them, yeah. but I just assume that that's probably like a lot of this is like a scenario type. Then there was autocorrect fails. So basically, it's saying and predicted in 1994, came true in 2007. So Apple had a um, device that they were they they had released before the iPhone it was like a personal tablet type thing like a little not a tablet i'm trying to think of, like a pda personal what was that it was a pda just yeah. personal digital assistant was that what it stood yeah. for but anyways they had one and um it was called the Newton and um so basically in the show Dolph the bully takes a memo beat up Martin and on his Newton it um translate it translate it to eat up Martha so, like, they were already predicting, like, us getting annoyed by our technology, guessing the wrong word. So that one that one seems a little, like, yeah. iffy because, like, that's technology. Like, who do they know that maybe? But once again, it goes back to your point of, like, scenarios. So if they know people that are working in yeah. this. And if you run enough scenarios, you're going to get to a certain, like. Yeah. I think you always think to yourself, like, wouldn't it be funny if this happened? And then sometimes that shit actually happens. And and if you have a show that's been on the air as long as The Simpsons, you're going to run into certain times. I'm not saying all these because I think, like, some of them obviously specifically it's not going to happen with. But a lot of those, if you run enough scenarios, that shit's going to happen. Especially, like, first, first one you said, the Siegfried and Roy thing. So. The one that I also thought I, that I liked was FaceTime because it was predicted in 1995, came true in 2010. So... In one of the episodes in the futuristic installment, Lisa talks with Marge using her phone's video chat capabilities. So that's to me. Yeah, but there's been so many movies. But in '95, were cell phones like were we even thinking about having cameras on our cell phones but in '95? There was and like were there cell phones and there were cell phones in '95. One one was Back to the Future Part Two. Came I was going to say there's so many movies where like there's like where they're talking to each other via yeah. video. Another one is. Um, but Wesley Snipes and uh, <laughs> okay. Demolition Man. I've got Demolition one. I've got Man. one. Yeah. I've got one like, to beat your, beat oh, wait, your theory. Wait, wait, here. Hang on, real fast though. I was able to work in flux capacitor when I told someone about their what was wrong with their computer today. <laughs> they said I couldn't be done today. That was the challenge accepted. Like, I said, "Sir, I think your flux capacitor is acting up." He's like, "Oh, really?" It's like the, the, the meow of Super Troopers. Yes, <laughs> meow. All right, meow. So this one, the God particle. So the. Wizard of Ezra, it was predicted in 1998, came true in 2012. The existence of the Higgs boson, or the God particle, a breakthrough that helps explain how everything in the universe has mass, wasn't confirmed by physicists until 2012. But according to Dr. Simon Singh, the author of The Simpsons and Their Mathematical Secrets, after Homer decided to become an inventor in the Wizard of Evergreen Terrace episode, 
He was pictured standing in front of a blackboard with an equation that predicted the mass of the yet-to-be-discovered particle. If you work it out, you get the mass of the Higgs boson that's only a bit larger than the nanomass of a Higgs boson actually is. It's kind of amazing, as Homer makes his prediction 14 years before it was discovered. Illuminati. <laughs> so the, 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 the basis a lot of people like with that like to be weird like me and think about this is think about time travel. So like maybe there is like possibility of it. Yeah. And that some of like, I don't want to say that like Hollywood writers are time travelers, but it would be interesting to think about it and it would be kind of a cool movie. Yeah, I think it would be. <laughs> There's been, have you ever watched the videos on Facebook of like, they'll show little candid moments of like vi- uh, videos from the past where they'll show either a picture or a video of someone like a picture that doesn't make sense, like a person in like like the get uh, the Gettysburg address or something like that. There was like all these people, and then there's like a, a guy person wearing like modern, yeah, looking normal clothing. clothes yeah. or yeah, like that's that kind of stuff. Like is really really interesting. Just before I finish this up, though, a couple of things like the smartwatches, like that's that's a reach for this article because same with the FaceTime. Like, yeah, that's a reach. Like people probably were predicting that to happen for quite some time. We've always wanted something super smart on our wrist. Yeah. When anyone's ever predicted the future in in a movie or television show, it's always been like, we're talking on a screen (laughs) and we have watches that do crazy shit. Like, was it like the original mission, mission impossible, like the early (laughs) fifties or something like that? They had smart. And then star Trek. had like the basically the little thing with communicators. Yeah. And then the other one that I think is a, a guarantee, like this has always been corrupt, and they predicted it one year before they say, like this article's this reaching, FIFA's corruption scandal. Like uh-huh. FIFA has been, like the people that run the FIFA tournament have been corrupt from day one. They, they literally go into a country and build a bunch of soccer stadiums for a bunch of money and get a bunch of money paid for those, like all of this situation. And then literally leave the country, and then those things just go to shit and fall apart, and nobody ever uses them again. I think there's this group of just like rich one percenters that come up with shit like exactly what you just explained. There's people out there that like you're rich, you got lots of money, you don't have anything better to do than make more money. So you come up with like you and a bunch of other rich people come up with shit like that. Like that's a perfect, like that's a really good, like, like diabolical plan. Like we're going to go, here's what we're going to do we're going to go city to city and like, boost these soccer and get like a um a stadium going. We're gonna clean the city up. Yeah, that's just one plan out of many one percent yeah type rich people <laughs> plans where they go do crazy shit like that. Just came out an hour ago. <laughs> Apple admits they deliberately slow down old iPhones. Oh t- to preserve the batteries. Yeah, that sounds like a something I would say if I was trying to boost my sales on my new phone. <clears throat> no, the the last two though, real quick, this is the last of the Simpsons. Lady Gaga performing at the Super Bowl. They predicted that like four years before. But no. Okay. So, yes, that's predictable. But the fact that they literally the way they depicted it happening was how it happened at the Super Bowl, which I thought was interesting. Like it like like she came from like a wire down in the Simpsons and then like in the Super Bowl, she came from a wire and like landed on something. And do you ever think that somebody was like. Hey, did you see that really funny <laughs> yeah, Simpsons episode I, where they did this? Thinking. Let's just like do that. <laughs> like, I think I guarantee you, someone with a sense of humor out there was like, "Oh man, remember when Lady Gaga was like on the Simpsons as a joke for the Super Bowl? <laughs> Let's do exactly what was on that just to fuck with people." Did yeah. You watch that documentary?
documentary on Netflix about Lady Gaga. It was actually really good. I have not. She just she has her boobs in it too. Nice. That's well, why I got AB to watch it. Yeah, I, I've seen it actually, and it just is her complaining a lot. <laughs> she's like, I just really care about my craft, and like, I just can't listen. And then to when the she's and then when she's getting the the massages and stuff like that, and then she's she's complaining, and then she's like, I should feel blessed. I have all these people to do it for. I'm like, thank you for saying that. Yeah, finally. And then she you hits, see her run into the Mercedes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's like, hey, by the way, I ran into your Mercedes. She and the guy was like, oh dang, like. <laughs> yeah, Don't you can care. tell he had so much money, he didn't give a shit. <laughs> so, like, that's um, that's one of the things that I've always, like, me and AP just got phone. I was like, hey, you know, I really want to see where this goes. And obviously, we've created a nice little family for all of us with you, all of us. Like, it's been pretty cool. But I think if they took, like, me, you, Shane, and, like, all right, we we want you to go in there and meet these people. And we're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> They're like, how high how are you? Would you like some green team? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like we're just hillbillies from indiana i know we live in indy but no. we're still hillbillies I, i've actually met lady gaga you met lady gaga I swear to god when did you meet her i used to work for a company called esg mm-hmm. and it's a security company yes okay and i used to work at conseco field house and i worked at conseco field house when she came there and i was there's like they have these lower hallways and she had a dressing room and she literally um just walked by me and said hi and I said, hi, like real awkward, like, but she had a, a bottle of champagne that was like literally half of her size. <laughs> like it was is she like, t- is she tiny? Oh, super tiny, short, like five, two, five, one. That's why I think celebrities and are she had, And she had a, a bottle Conkers. of champagne that was like three fourths her size. Like it was huge. Awesome. And she was holding it and she was real nice. She said hi. And she, throughout the night, she only said hi the one time, but then she walked by me like three or four times. So the thing is, I had to be there like nine hours before she even went to concert. So she was there like way before. And I what would li- be your celebrity thing you'd have in your little um, denim? You know, have you seen those? Like you can only have no brown M and M's in her. You know, shit like that. Oh, you're like, right. Have to have, have to have, it's your writer. Yeah, I have to have two Xboxes. One. That's a good ass question. Man, that's that's um, why. If we're being honest, I'm like a I'm real here. germaphobe, so I'd have to have like specific things with like that. Like, I, I it wouldn't be anything crazy. It'd just be like, hey, all my food has to be prepared with gloves on, <laughs> um, with a sneeze mask on, that kind of shit. Because I am real weird about like people touch my food. And no, I I love I love. So probably be something along that line. I love you, Shane. But I do notice I noticed that like the first time you came over because. Um, you pet my dog and then you washed your hands. And I noticed that like, because that's a, that's a smart thing to do, but I don't ever do that. Yeah. That's why in the wintertime I have like the most fucking chapped hands ever because <laughs> I wash my hands 3000 times anytime. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then, and that's, and you should have saw me at a hospital today, but I'm also li- not, I'm not, I'm not going to call you out about that because that's, I'm, I understand like literally seeing you wash the hands. I was like, he probably like doesn't like his hands to smell like dog. First and thing, that's, I, a, I went, that's a good thing. I went to pick up my prescriptions today uh, at St. Francis on 116th Street, and then, as soon as I walked in, hit the little thing, went upstairs, hit the thing again on the way down, just kept hitting it. <laughs> I was at a hospital for six guys. six hours today, and I literally, and you have a little, I have my daughter with me the whole time. It was bam. <laughs> and then she she knows well enough to wipe it off my hands and rub it into her hands, and That's then I awesome. hit it again. And I did that probably twenty five times awesome. today. I still do some dirty shit, though. man. I would I be mean, like I would be a terrible roommate for you because I'm not. Well, that also, way at all. so I'm just like so aware. Like my my girlfriend works at a hospital, mm-hmm. so she knows. Like you don't. 
Okay, so say there's this room and like nasty shit happens in that room. People have lice, people have bed bugs, people uh, spew whatever kind of liquid from their body that might and that went on the floor. Mm-hmm. You think all that? You think that 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 seven fifty an hour person comes in there scrubbing the floor, just really cleaning it all up? They really care. That's fucking bullshit. No, I know that shit is on the floor. And when I see a little kid like laying on it or like like anytime you touch the floor, like. Uh, <laughs> that shit's gross. I just choose to ignore it. And I do sometimes. So I do this thing at work and I'm not proud of it. And it's very contradictive of the whole thing I was just telling you, but like <laughs> I'll order food and then I'll just stay away from the kitchen because if I see anyone like making anything that resembles my food, I'm like, I can't eat it. But as long as I didn't see how it got made, then I'm fine. Yeah. And I, and I admitted on the podcast, I ate a hot dog out of the trash. Yep, that's yeah, true. So it's like. I would have. A, you're, I would, you're just you're very conflicted. It just makes no fucking sense. Like certain <laughs> things to me are the most disgusting thing you could ever do, and then other things are just like, like that everyone else would think was gross. I don't think it's gross. I would have a if I was still in the same physical shape, I would have a buffet set up in there every time. I want I want a little bit of Asian, a little bit of Italian. Just have all that buffet food sitting right there, and that'd so, be it. I so love. Are we, are we, I love are we eliminating like illegal substances? Substances as well. I don't. Yeah, I don't I mean, do any of those anyways. What are we eliminating from what? I'm just saying, like you're right, or like you could have whatever you wanted, like because uh, I'm just I'm no, curious about that. No, I want to midget. Sure, I'm saying you have a guy that will get you whatever you want. No matter, like I guarantee, like some of the stories you've heard, you 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 they have a guy that's going to get you whatever you want, yeah. Yeah, and it's probably illegal so, substances. Some of the hotels, like they're like the real expensive one, the concierge is like the old school one that would get you whatever you want not the new one who's like pretends like he sits in a little yeah. fucking dumbass office doesn't do anything <laughs> i like to think i would be pretty low maintenance but I, if you give me that power i might Man, be like it's if you get that power you'll start thinking of all the stuff that you want but then i think i would feel bad for the person doing it like if i <sighs> i don't feel bad at all i don't i, wanna, I, I would be like i feel like i guess if he's getting paid like, enough give but, me give me celebrity because i would really enjoy it like yeah, you'd be knocking would, shit off like this is not Perel. Maybe I care too much what people think because, like, maybe if I was so like, much go get me a fucking bag of red Skittles now, and then like all I could think about in my head is like the guy driving would be like the fucking asshole and like making me get in these. Oh, red I'd be Skittles. nice about it. I'd be like, well, get yourself one too. But I'd be uh, out there helping set up the stage. Like, hey, I'm not gonna lie. Hand. If you paid me seventy thousand dollars a year, which probably some of these assistants make to go get red Skittles. <laughs> Sign me up, bro. I bet you would bitch though at some point. Like, oh, I'm sure everybody like when he bitches watches, about everything. Yeah, the de- yeah devil wears Prada. The way they treat her, like yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and take them. No, I'm out. I know. No. I would lose that job day one. She'd be like, "This is." I was like, "You know what, bitch?" Like I would just like go off on that lady. I would so, piss on the, her desk, stand up on top of it, and pee yeah, on her. Yeah. The flip side of that though is I'm saying that give me that power because I would definitely use it. Oh, we can tell. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're, I do. That's I what can't I'm doing the podcast for. Like, I want to be one day like, hey, like we're going to do a live show. I need, uh, let's say, What'd you, what a couple, different, couple different Jimmy John sandwiches. The shirt that I want says professionally famous That's on funny it. because you texted me and you said, like, what do you think about getting two shirts that say professionally famous? No, fa- I said just, I just shirts, said shirts yeah. yeah. And then I was like, I'll just have one that says mediocre. <laughs> Because I'm just not, I can't see myself wearing a shirt that says, I think it's much funnier to me to have a shirt on that says, like, I'm just mediocre. Or almost there. You know, like, I'm not, like, on your, I'm almost there. Working my way up. Professionally mediocre. (laughs) Like that, I mean, you know what I mean? No, I just like the idea of professionally famous because it makes me think of people like Kim Kardashian and, like, those people that don't really have talent. Those are the people I hate, though. 
don't really have talent, but they're famous. And I feel like I could pull. Well, Will Ferrell just like did a video with him on Funny or Die. He did a video like he's about his um, his um, whatever whatever charity he does. He was in their home and no way. Yeah, I swear, and I just lost so much respect. I don't want to toot your horn too much, but you have more talent in your pinky than Kim Kardashian <laughs> has in her body and her kid's body all fucking together. I don't know. I saw her mouth work, so I mean, that was yeah. I don't have that. I don't have that talent. Well, we'll find out. Like, that video was. I'm just, grabbing a beer. I'll be right back. Uh-huh. All right, bye. <laughs> so you know just dude I, I, justin is a, an asshole he's a uh he's real into himself he wants to get shirts made that say uh professionally gay but he'll get <laughs> but he'll get but he'll get them too small though yeah oh, medium yeah. like he won't buy them like normal man size like yeah. i was gonna go buy a shirt off the website to support it and he had none in my size he wears a 4t yeah, <laughs> for those of you who don't, that's kids. I, got, kid I gotta size. let the guns breathe. All right. Yeah, he yeah. fights kids at Baby Gap for the last tight white V neck. <laughs> it's a deep V. All right, get it right. But anyways, but you did that. You didn't. I went. I wanted to talk about. It. I wanted to buy a shirt, and like you had none in my size. Hey, Chain was the. Uh, oh, let's blame the new guy. I'm not blaming. Go to another co-host. <laughs> he, did, he, he just kept telling me. He just kept telling me like, yeah, well, that sounds good. Well, that you, sounds good. You were but, wanting to put it together, so but I was yeah, letting yeah, you yeah. Do. So, but my buddy was like, "These are the percentages of people that wear these sizes," mm-hmm. and honestly, the large is too small for me. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so I was like, "I need to upgrade to an extra large in those." Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, but we'll work on it. We'll we get it put. We'll get it put together up on the first round of, or yeah. second round of shirts. I but guess they, but. they look nice and they fit nice if you are in that kind of demographic that likes yeah, to so. likes to be a little bit tighter on your. Uh, we have the we have, you can get a smug cat shirt if you too. I if you do. Like. I do like those. I want a hoodie so bad. But see, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. So AP, um, God love him. He um, he got the shirts made, and he's like, "Hey, I left something at your house for you. Got you something." I was like, "Oh, cool," because AP gets the best gifts. And then he's like, "And I was well, like, he doesn't ever do anything half-assed." No, no, he doesn't. Like he pushes me like to, to he's a, full ass all the time. Yes. And he got me a hoodie, so I, I was rocking the hoodie, and my son, my other son, and my wife said, well, we want a hoodie. Yeah. And then someone else wanted a hoodie. And then um, and the next thing you know, we ordered 12 hoodies. And I was like, we have shirts. Yeah, but those are yeah. those are dope, though. And I do want to get one. My mom wears a smoke I'm kind of worried at this point that these shirts are just going to, like, I'm going to have 17. Well, if we have to give them all away, well, we'll do Screw that. It. Oh, speaking of that... <laughs> We need to pick somebody. To we do. Give. We do need to pick somebody. Well, um, well Justin, you, you look it up. I was going to say, while Justin continues to talk, I will find. Well, okay, so. We'll I'm going to narrow it down to like three, and yeah. then we'll just kind of come to like an agreement. Yeah, yeah, I saw you guys were giving away, yeah. Yeah, what we were talking about before the podcast started was um, was snoring, and we talked about it on the last podcast. Shane and I wanted to have a competition to see whose significant other snored worse. And Here's my girlfriend snoring. That sounds like a chainsaw. This is real, guys. Can you hear it well? Then? She might need a mask. <laughs> you got it. You're going to have to go into another room. Actually, probably another house. <laughs> okay. But no, so his like I feel bad for clearly it. won. Yeah, you don't. You, like didn't, I, you didn't even need to bring anything. Uh, she won. Like, yeah. I just want to hug her and be like, "I'm sorry." Yeah, yeah. Uh, her whole body just rattles. She's like, "What's wrong with you?" 
<laughs> no. So and I told this story about how I found I videotaped my wife and she said she always says, uh, "Hey, roll over your snoring." I was like, "All right, whatever, that's fine." And I did, but I, I recorded her snoring because she's like, "I don't snore." And I was like, okay, whatever. They always say that. And I, I said, here, you snore. She's like, that's because I put on weight. Thanks for pointing that out, Austin. I was like, so it, it came back on me in a very bad way. <laughs> so she basically like called you out and said, like, prove it. Prove it that I yeah, snore. I don't and then snore. you do. That's like and she says she don't fart in her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the funny part is if you're watching TV, and, and you know, my wife always falls asleep before me, you're watching TV, and you're like, you're here, and you're like, what the? Like, that doesn't even sound real. Because <laughs> you used to think it was a dog. Oh, yeah. All right. So I got some of these memes pulled up here. Um, I think we should just go ahead through pure loyalty, go ahead and send Hannah Craven a shirt. Yeah. Do you agree with that? She's one of them, yeah. yeah. No, I'm just saying we should just give yeah. her a shirt. Yeah, absolutely. And she is on a date tonight. Is she? I I'm all, almost got her into the podcast tonight, so that would have been awesome to have her. For so, her like, if we give her a T-shirt, do we have to cut it down all the way through the cleavage? More than likely. Because I've never Actually, seen her. I, like think she, a, I think she could probably do that herself. I, well, I've never seen her with a shirt without cleavage. Well, you probably won't. All right. So don't need to. Actually, I think my favorite <laughs> my my favorite <laughs> meme on here. It's an old man talking to his doctor. Yep. And she's a lady, and it says, "Mr. Wilson, you have to take your pills with water." You can't crush them up and snort them off my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that from? Ty Shelton. That's pretty good. So I, he sent a couple, didn't he? Uh, no, that I, was Mark. Mark Reynolds sent a couple, but his were funny too. But I don't. He's kind of. What was the one with the pun? Oh, Ty the, Shelton the, sent the, another one too, and it says, "And I was never asked to make birthday cakes ever again." And it's, it's like a Barbies yeah, it's like and poop a and chocolate cake. It looks like poop. So, what was the one with the pun from Mark Reynolds? Because I really like that one as well. Um. Okay. Oh, the defeated or the the first one. Oh shit! Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, we're eventually just going to talk in memes. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Like wait. ever since on my phone now that I can pull up like pictures and send them. I don't think I've ever like. Have you ever made a meme? Oh uh, yes. Oh yeah. This one. <laughs> the only thing that flat earthers fear is. Sphere itself. <laughs> Sphere itself. That's pretty that good, too, man. Like, that's a dad joke. <sighs> that's pretty good. That, I like that. that one got me right. Like, I laughed out loud when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. I, uh, I actually read that and didn't understand Mark it. Mark Reynolds is it. actually part of the podcast Pointless Discussions, who we're also going to be working with at the uh, live show February 18th. Well, then Shameless he- plug. What? <laughs> I'm just plugging a show. So and, we're gonna and send I've got one, you guys. I've got you guys scrolling on your phone. So we're gonna send one to Hannah Craven. Well, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to. Uh, <laughs> the, well, can we, have you got so you break made, up the monotony? I made a meme, and it was right after that Beach Grove um, fight at uh, Walmart. I, yep, and yep. I lived there, and I just made one that was like a guy in a suit of armor, and it said "Walking into Beach Grove Walmart like." <laughs> yeah, and that was it. And so I, I had a failed. Um, meme that i thought was supposed to get a lot of traction i thought it was hilarious mm-hmm. that kind of stuff it was during fantasy football season a couple years ago <clears throat> and um somebody was posting about you know how these players look good blah, blah blah they like posted their team and i did a meme across the guy from the state farm commercial where he's like 
Um, she sounds hideous. And well, it's a guy, so this is Jake from State Farm. <laughs> well, she sounds hideous. Well, it's a guy, so yeah. I put, well, it's the pre. Like I put something about like somebody talking about their fantasy team, and I said, well, it's the preseason though, and I thought it was hilarious, and it didn't catch on, and clearly it's not that funny. No, I, I had to think about it. So like, so they posted something. I, I, it's hard to. I'm not. Giving, is it the visual joke? I'm not giving it. I'm not <laughs> giving it, it. I'm not giving it justice. Is it like most memes and it's very visual? I'm not giving it justice. Anyways, do you have a I'm pad of paper that. over there? You can draw it. And we'll just wait till you get done with it. <laughs> no, that's all right. But anyways, um, so those guys from Pointless Discussions will be also part of the show. They just found out today that I have an IMDb credit. You do? Yeah. Oh. Uh. Go ahead and search Justin Kelly on IMDb and you'll find me. Hooker mom. I was uh, an actor in a a very low budget film called Shadow People, and uh, and because they talked to a producer on one of the, on their most recent podcast, and they do like um, indie independent horror films and things like that. And I literally like they posted thanks for being on the show on their Facebook, and I typed in like I really want to be an actor in whatever you're doing. I have extensive acting experience and then posted my IMDb profile or whatever. This guy? No. <laughs> you got to scroll down. It's not the very first uh, Justin okay. Actually, Kelly. And then that's the funny part is, is cause that's why I always thought about if we, if I ever did get famous, like as an actor, director, writer, whatever, like my real name was already taken. Brian Robbins. Yeah. Brian Robbins was from head of the class. Okay. He also directed, um, I got piss. <laughs> if you're allowed to go get beer, I'm allowed to pee. All right. Do it quickly. What is it? <laughs> um, uh, all that the show on Nickelodeon. Yep, and then and then a Good Burger. He directed Good Burger. Oh, okay. And also directed Ready to Rumble. Well, Jesus, Ready to Rumble is awesome. That oh, was the wrestling movie with. It's uh, a guilty pleasure, yeah, dude. And it it was not that good of a movie. But oh no, I remember loving that when I was a kid. No, Shadow People. I think it streams on uh, Amazon Prime. So if you get a chance, don't watch it. You really don't want to watch it. Like, what minute are you in? Like, do you know? I'm in it through the whole movie. The whole movie, pretty much the whole movie. How do you end up doing I that? Get, I get ripped in half actually in one of the scenes. It's really bad. It was 2008. Uh, a friend of mine was auditioning for this independent film, and I'd gotten really drunk with him the night before. <clears throat> well, actually, I got really drunk. He didn't get very drunk, and um, we decided. Like, he was like telling me about how he was auditioning for this film. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want to do that because everybody knew that, like, my whole dream was to move to California and become, like, a celebrity, like, be on TV, on the radio, something. And um, I was like, yeah, like, like, I want to do that. Like, let me go with you. And um, so we ended up, I took an Adderall that night, one of the first nights I'd ever taken. Oh, wow. So literally we got really drunk. I took that, stayed up all night, didn't sleep at all, and drove him out to where we were going to audition. I don't even remember where it was. It was very i want to say southern indiana but i don't know where and um basically i auditioned and i went into it like with completely no um inhibitions like i was just like i'm gonna go in here and i'm just gonna like read whatever they want me to do and probably not gonna get it and but whatever i'm just doing it for fun with this guy so he goes then i go and then they call me back in and they're like hey we want you to play this part and I was like, cool. Like, just give me the details. Like, you know, and they were like, we'll stay in touch, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so what about David? And they were like, eh, we're not probably going to offer him in a part, but we're, 
we're gonna go ahead and keep him on as like we're gonna like keep him on as like special effects and like he was the shadow person i guess um so i felt really bad about that but i was also like really pumped because like they gave me this opportunity and then um it was just a it was a really interesting it was probably like six months and i would not six months it was probably like three months and i'd go up there every weekend and at the time i was i want to say 19 and we always filmed on sunday and i would get obliterated on saturday and drive there on Sunday morning, like super early in the morning. And if I wasn't shooting, like and being like on scene, they had a guest bedroom, and I would just go like crash on the guest bedroom and like just fall idea. asleep. <laughs> and so this whole thing was going on, and we recorded for you know this amount of time. Got done with our scenes, blah blah blah. Everything was done over with. Very last day, they're like sitting around the kitchen table because I would always leave right when we were done. Like right when we were done recording, I was like, I gotta go. And I would go home and like do whatever I was going to do. But apparently everybody would hang out and stick around and like smoke pot with like the directors and like the people that were like doing the, doing the producing. Uh And the very last time I stayed and that was one of the, like the weirdest times I'd ever gotten high with people because if people haven't heard about this before, I get like really creeped out when I get high. Like I get get, like paranoid, paranoid. Yeah. Not that I'm going to get in trouble or anything. It's really just like I feel like I like I start yeah, thinking really body. fast, yeah, yeah. and like I feel like everybody's talking about me in a mm-hmm. weird way. And <laughs> I was Imagine that, and I egotistical, even high. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, uh, like I felt like they thought I was kind of a dick because I never stuck around. Like, yeah. and they were kind of like always joking about like, oh, you just always left when we were done recording. We do this every time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. Like, I'm just going to go ahead and go now then. (laughs) Typical smoking pot paranoia, I feel like. I have this funny story. When I was in high school, I had all these people over my house, and my cousin was living with us at the time, and he smoked a lot of pot. So I smoked pot with them, and then for whatever reason, I went into my mom's room, and, like, a lot of her drawers were open. So I went out in the living room was like, everybody get the fuck out of my house. Someone like stole my mom's shit. Cause I, and I was just really high and paranoid and like yeah. thinking that everyone was like going through my mom's shit and then freaked out on everybody, made them all leave. And then whatever, it was like Saturday, go to school on Monday and everyone's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, what was that man? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Giving me a bunch of shit because I freaked out on everybody. But really I was just like paranoid and high and yeah. like, was like accusing all my some of my best friends of stealing my mom's like whatever who took her panties (laughs) (laughs) who smelled her panties (laughs) but yeah i mean it's it's one of those things you guys just had on your show the guys from my normal and it's it's one of those things that i completely support the legalization of things like when it comes to medicinal marijuana use and all that stuff or cannabis, I guess I, I don't know really what the, well, the politically correct term is. It's, it's cannabis. Well, I mean, take my, um, take me, for example, I take up to four or five, 10 milligram, uh, hydrocodone a day, right. Mm-hmm. For chronic pain, broke feet, surgery, whatever. So over that point in time, getting close to 70, 80, 90 pounds or whatever, because like if I take one, like let's say eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night, normal time, I get fucking hungry as fuck. Yeah. And it just, and it, and just nonstop hungry or whatever. And just the, the effects that it's done to your, uh, your liver, liver being clear headed where you can actually use, I'm not talking about, I would, I wouldn't smoke it anyways. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about if it was some kind of, of a pill form and it would do better it's, for me or an oil, whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
because it's more you know it's it's not because basically you know it's opioid it's synthetic heroin yeah and yeah. you know and they're giving soldiers those yeah. uh pain pills right away because of you know they're, they're fucked up when they come back a lot of them and um they're gaining weight and they, well, but the thing is, yeah. is they think that that's like that's the help but it's not the help that they're that's Necessary. Well, I talked to my doctor about it. I mean, because my doctor's pretty cool. Um, up on the north side, I probably won't. Nah, yeah, it's Doctor House H O W S E. That's awesome. He's. A, I mean, does uh, he walk with a cane? No, he is. <laughs> he is hilarious though. Because I talked to him about it last time. He's like, it looks like the diet's not going well. And I looked at him. I was like, neither is yours. <laughs> we get along real well. Anyways, I love that. He uh, he said he wouldn't. You know, he's like, I understand everything, but he's like, I just wouldn't deal with the. Um, having to dispense it and having to deal with like the legality of it. Cause he just opened his own practice and he's like, you know, he told me cause, um, I started at one eighty, and now I'm down to one twenty pills a month and eventually going to wean myself off by next year, which will be great. It's yeah. awesome. I just don't know how I'm going to feel like mentally. And yeah. it scares me cause like, what if I just like, fuck, I'm clear headed after five years. I don't like any of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> then that, that's, I mean, that's a very real concern too. And, but we, and this goes back to, and, and like we were, uh, I even listened to the whole episode that we did. I talked like maybe 10 minutes the whole episode because those guys are just fucking great and smart. And they were entertaining. And that that's, was that's a, a good, that's he a was good a, podcast episode. Though. He was an army ranger paratrooper medic or whatever. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I do exciting things too. <laughs> like when you get certain guests in, you're like, man, you make me really feel like, you know, like, yeah, this is like. I yeah. love it because I'm just so like intrigued by the, like, yeah, and that's why I say it's a good episode because yeah. as a listener, I enjoyed that. Like I, which means the, we were talking less. That's why I enjoy not, it. Not that at all. You guys are hilarious, but like, for example, the guys from pointless discussions, having that production guy from a film company, like that was like one of my favorite episodes they've done because there was like a lot of like giving back and forth, like give and take, and they were they were just like talking about a lot of cool shit that was making me entertained. And I had some reservations because like I remember waking up and I usually go through and do a bunch of pre-show stuff, questions, get everything organized or whatever. And I was just like, we've done this episode, it's like the third or fourth time. I'm like, fuck, how's this gonna go? And I started yeah. getting nervous, like, you know, are people gonna see like, oh great, the same episode again, and turn it off, and then. And then uh, when they came in, he brought a different person, and then we broke it down on the Indiana level with Hill or whatever and where he gets his money from and how he's turning out studies that didn't even put out the whole study. He just put out certain parts of it. Yeah, and, like, the the main thing that I remember seeing is, like, they were saying on his PowerPoint, it was saying, like, something about that they should legalize CBD oil, like, as soon as possible or well, something like that. Well, one of like them that. says they, they said that cannabis doesn't have the, the things that they said. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but you can't test it because it's a controlled one, so they don't do any tests on it. Most of the tests been done in Israel and other countries. Yeah. But Canada's getting to legalize it, and and that's the biggest thing is it's one thing is like people want to legalize it because you know smoke it or whatever and have fun. Yeah. I get that, but like if we can extract that and like uh, Jess Hooker, um, mm-hmm. if her daughter can stop having seizures, seizures because of it, yeah. what the fuck is wrong? Well, mm-hmm. I just feel like you're making like super good points. Like, I agree with all of that. But then even on, like, a different scale, like, if you're allowed to go to the bar and drink a bunch of alcohol and get way more fucked up than you could ever get by smoking a joint, then why isn't... You know, it's. It, I think it's just a... And I love that we have these, these all these, like... Because you're making because, really good points, yeah. but you're making really good points in, in terms of, like, the laws now. Yeah. When, like, 
the whole thing is bullshit. And then, because prohibition failed for alcohol, because yeah. what happened? It pushed it underground. Well, I hate to talk about the one percent thing, but it's, just, yeah. it's more. It's people just wanting to control what they. It's the same thing with why and, we, why we don't implement like more solar panel yeah. type things. It's because solar solar power could be like a huge thing. It's but too expensive, to, though. They should go nuclear. Well, I don't know about nuclear, but it's just it should stop being yeah. Indianapolis Power and Light. Yeah, because I know sure. that's way. You know what I mean? Like, and it's funny. Like I said, you have that point. You have that point, and then my point is, we can make a lot of fucking money from it and help the taxpayer out. No, it's so the let's, same. Yeah, well, let's gain and do that. Like three episodes back when we were talking about it, I, there was a phone conference um, of investors on Wall Street. It's like a twenty-two billion dollar potential business. Yeah. Now Wall Street's like, okay. We can make a ton of money off this. Oh, yeah. oh, you get it'll help you guys. That's great. But twenty two billion. What? How can we get this? How can yeah. we get that? And then what I I thought was I found very interesting about your guys' most recent episode was saying that now Indiana is behind all the other states. We're so now, behind so on now, everything so now because they, we're so fucking right wing so, nut conservatives. Yeah. So now it's, they're trying to figure out how they can benefit from it. But while they're trying to figure out how they can benefit from it, they're going to try to legalize and. Um, what is that? Not legalize. Um, legislate their way to the point where nobody else can make money until they figure out how to make money. Yeah, it just goes money. back. Yeah. To, it goes back to money. It's not what. No. It's not what's going to stop so and so from having seizures. It's not going to stop what someone from from having glaucoma, which I know it's like a joke. Like yeah. oh, it's for my glaucoma, but like people really do have that, yeah. and it really does help them. And CBD oil with literally hardly any thc in it if any isn't it uh, no. there's some that doesn't have any so all. i went to i went to colorado i went to a dispensary and bought a candy bar that was 90 percent t or um, cbd oil and 10 percent thc literally nothing happened to me except i felt really really good not in like the high sense but just like i felt like i was in a good mood and i felt healthy and you know what i mean like I had a just couple from gummies once and i felt the same thing just from eating a candy bar but then i on the other side of that i bought gummy bears like you said and they were like like one of them will just <laughs> they were good. blast and you away yeah like i said i just ate one and i felt fucking awesome yeah but i mean like i said i i i go to the gym i take my vitamins i take my fish oil when i don't have fish oil or like something like that i notice that i don't think clearly yeah and I didn't have it for about a week. <clears throat> and last week, even when we were talking on the podcast, I literally felt like I couldn't like get my my thoughts out there. And I like clarity. Yeah. Have you used Alpha Marine yet? I have not. Like, I used it I, one time, if, but it was if like he just got it four from, years from ago. On it, yeah, yeah. So on it's like a really cool thing. If but it I, wasn't so goddamn expensive. Yeah, it's a little expensive. We're not all AP. Yeah, exactly. But the <clears> biggest <throat> thing with me is like. Alcohol will have caused and will cause more damage to people's lives than marijuana will, oh, yeah. will ever cause. Please, that's, that's and it's it. so Definitely stupid to me it. that we have like these these small conversations within the law, and we have to have those conversations with people and like go to like you know legislate and all this bullshit because like you know and like we shouldn't even having those conversations. It's just this is what's right and this is what helps people but it doesn't make you any money so you're not you're not on board with it well also the attorney general uh hill that we have is five pfizer's is a big um contributor contributor and there's another pharmaceutical company that's a big contributor so special interest groups once again is like hey we're going to give you this money for campaign finance and and everything like that which it it has to say who it comes from i mean Mm -hmm. whatever but then all of a sudden he can be like well 
And it's like uh, Jack was saying, he's going to run for Senate to get all the backlash where 70% of people in Indiana are open to medical cannabis. Yeah. 70%. And it starts there and then it goes from there. I, Shane has gotten quite a, quite a few uh, fans over the last couple of weeks because of his uh, right and wrong thoughts. Like, you know, this is. I mean, right. it's just so cl- it's just so clear in my and, head. And what's I, what? What you know? I what, what's right? Agree. Wrong? I just I think that um, it's just awesome to see that people are like actually like starting to like get into that and be like, hey, Shane's got a good point and about this. And you're exactly what I was just saying is like it is just right and wrong. It doesn't have to do with laws and this and that. It's just right and wrong. Mm-hmm. This makes people. This has more of a positive effect on people than it does a negative effect. So why is it such a bad thing? And why has it been given this? like you know bad stigma for this many years because he doesn't want to be the person that says he doesn't want to and i think this is why a real like re-election are growing his legacy legacy and two like why i i was attorney general that allowed so it's like he doesn't want to be the guy that did that yeah Yeah. i i think that's part of it But when there's a whole nother state about 500 to a thousand miles the other way that's saying like this is completely fine i did this like it we're, we're in 2017 and a lot of these old you know, politicians just want to live in this world where like things are about money and not about helping people. Well, and, and yeah, but and that's that, every politician and ever. That's why we have to have term limit, term li- term limits on Real. a lot of things. Real right. quick, the laptop just did something weird, so I'm gonna there. All right, where you were at? <laughs> well, I th- I think we just we're heading in the right directions, but we have to be, um. Because everything was beat into our heads our whole life, like right and wrong, right wrong, right wrong, right. That that's just the way it's always been. And all of a sudden, as you grow older, I mean, then then all of a sudden you start to think for yourself. But also, it's the same way. If you're told you're a piece of shit from day one, you're going, oh, I'm a piece of shit. But you might find out, like, oh no, I'm not. And that's you have to learn on your own because people want to look at their party system. My my belief system is this. Well, you can take a belief system and still. Because if someone's mom or dad or whoever is dying and that can help them, no matter what it is, whether it's cannabis or whether it's, I don't know, Jesus juice, whatever. Uh, but why, the thing is, like, the, the argument should be, well, that person might abuse marijuana. You cannot abuse marijuana. Well, they're afraid that it's going to be a gateway, and it is a gateway to some people because they, they, already have the, they already have the addiction gene, period. Okay, well, alcohol is just as much of a gateway drug because alcohol initially is a drug if you want to really get down to it and it's just a, as much as a gateway drug if not more than marijuana so i just i mean anything that you alter your mind with is but i think is something that you get into and alcohol if you're into has, it you're into it yeah alcohol has made me make way more bad decisions than marijuana ever will but and, and that's just me i i get that but like and and the the flip side of that is is like i don't smoke because i know how it makes me feel so yeah. I don't, the, I don't do and that. And the funny thing about how I'm being so like, well, I don't smoke either. Mm-hmm. I've never even bought marijuana in my entire life, but I know the effect it has on people and how much it can help people. And that's, and I know people that are, do smoke marijuana on a, on a daily basis. And like, they're good people for the most part. Like mm-hmm. I feel like bad people are just, and good people are just bad people doing yeah, everything. everything. Yeah. Well, you can be a terrible soccer moms that are yeah. fucking jacked off their asses on some caffeine and Xanax at the same you time. Can, you can be a shitty person sober and still be a shitty person. Yeah. Hi, you're, you're, you're going to be shitty no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So that's who you are. Just like if you have the addictive gene, no matter what it is. See, I just grew up like, Instead of whole like politics, this is wrong and right. You know, religion, this is wrong and right. I don't care about any of that stuff when it comes to being wrong and right. 
And I might get a lot of shit for saying religion because a lot of people, maybe some of our listeners are, listeners are religious or, you know, that kind of thing. But like, I just, my mom and my dad instilled in me a good, uh, like compass. Wrong, yeah. Of wrong and right. There's wrong and there's right. And like, it doesn't have to do with religion. It doesn't have to do with politics, but there's just like things that like, if I put enough thought into it, this thing is wrong. This thing is right. And, then, and there, it bothers me because that there's so much things in the world, like marijuana being illegal, that it seems like such a right to so many people. And, but for some reason it still gets a stigma as a wrong. Mm. Yeah. A lot of I mean, times it's it your, just your conscience time. too. It could help you with your right and it, wrong. It mm-hmm. takes time. Most yeah. of the time with any of those things. Yeah. But, um, we don't, they, we, we don't have people's best interests in heart anymore. Well, the one percent, I always talk about the one percent, but, but we know, but we rich kn- people don't care about anything more than making money. They're, uh, they're, they're having a ball and making lots of money. Not and, to stick up for rich people, but I have my own interests at heart all the time. We're not shocked. More than anybody I don't, else. Yeah. <laughs> but think, I mean, have a, have a kid and I don't think you will anymore. I, I, I think I'd, I'd, I think I'd have their interest at heart, yeah. but then, Everybody else still like once again. It's unless they took the light, the, the spotlight away from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, won't, little, they won't ever be as pretty as I am. Just anyways. a little more like famous, <laughs> and then you'd be like, "Well, he's got to go." <laughs> One of my favorite stories is during the Industrial Revolution. Um, obviously, there's people that own the railroads and then the steel companies, right? So they want to negotiate with the guy who ran the steel company. And he's like, no, I'm not paying this. He shut down the factory in spite of the railroad people just to prove that, like, he put people out of work mm-hmm. and everything. Just say, no, I'm not going to do that. Think about that. That's that's kind of like the mentality of how America was built like that. Like, we're going to build it on top of the people who built it, and we're not going to remember the people who built it. Yeah. Because those people didn't build build New York. They didn't build any of these places. It was built on the top of bodies of other working class blue collar yeah. people and immigrants and stuff. But we never we never remember that. We always, we always remember the person that came up with the name or the idea, and then we piss on everybody else oh, that yeah. started it. Well, another thing is like so. There's like this. There's the really really rich people, and then it's starting to become the really really rich people and the really really poor people. The middle class is starting to disappear. When you hear a statistic that most Americans don't even have five hundred dollars in their bank account, that is not a good. You know what I mean? Like that's well, not a good thing. And, and and this is all. Man, I can't wait to. I I don't know if we have enough time to get into this, but I literally had this thought today, and I know it's going to be very unpopular. Mm-hmm. But I hear a lot of people talking about the separation of the wealth, where there's a lot of rich and there's a lot of poor. My first thought when I hear that is, I want to be one of the fucking rich people. So I'm gonna you work. Every, I'm gonna work and do everything I can to be one of those people. So I'm not on this side. Yeah, you most definitely and, want to be that person. And yeah. and I feel like there is a large group of people that are like, well, I'm just gonna get pissed off and I'm gonna be one of the poor people and I'm just gonna be pissed off about it and complain about it. But I'm not gonna actually work to be one of the rich people. I'm yeah. not gonna actually do this stuff. There's tons of things that you can do that can get you to that point. Yeah. And if if you want to do it, you can. And if you don't. You're not going to do it. Yeah, but and, that's not. And, and I have friends that complain about these these issues that that I feel like. All right, so you're complaining about the the separation, and, and you feel like you're on this side of it, that you're on the poor side of it. But all I see is you complaining, and I don't see you going to work every day. No, I agree. I see you getting on Snapchat and complaining about mm-hmm. it. There is people that out there that from the day they were born. They were they play the whole oh woe is me card and the, the, I, the victim the victim card. and like everyone's and I can't stand people like that either but I don't think that's a 
like pure representation of the the poor you know people no yeah. i i i'm like i said it but was I, just literally I, a fleeting thought that literally but, i thought but you're correct if, like, if somebody's like like i i was listening to a podcast and they were talking about the separation of the wealth and then i immediately thought like i started like doing like a thought a process of like what i have the things that we own as mm-hmm. a, like a couple and i was like man if i keep doing what i'm doing i'm gonna be in that part so yeah. i don't even have to worry about being and, the poor and those part. Are, and you're right those are the kind of people that like as long as my wife doesn't leave me because she has way more than half of that <laughs> i'm just saying like mo- most of this you're right like as long as you like i don't have any like i don't feel bad for people that don't want to like work and put in some work and become something like like you gotta like lay the groundwork to being a good person like early on you know what i mean like you gotta really try and just be a hard-working person those are things i kind of assume are as a given with the people that I surround myself with, yeah. but you're right. There are people out there that are going to play the. And once again, the reason I had that thought and the reason I brought it up is because I think it is kind of controversial. It's not that I feel like, you know, people should be poor, people should suck, and whatever people suck. But it's just it's literally a thought I was talking, that crossed my mind as I heard something. I was talking. And I thought it made sense. I was talking more into the sense of like the laws that are put into effect that divide the people as much. So there's laws put into effect that make really, really rich people rich and then make, you know, and, and like, I don't think that has like, I just kind of assume that everybody that I know, you know, and I don't try to surround myself with people that are just like, you know, lazy. Yeah. I don't have, no, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I just, yeah, there definitely are people that just, play the victim card and don't want to go to work every day. I get get annoyed when, you have people that take all of the stuff they see on the internet as fact and immediately want to say, well, everybody's just trying to fuck me over every single day. Yeah, I can't stand that either. Every single day. Because so, <laughs> honestly, people, I believe in goodness of yeah. people and most of the people that I meet are good people. But there's not like me and you aren't on Facebook like, oh, life is so hard. No one, I don't ever catch a break. Like, and I'm we not just, posting the, you know, the tax bill that, is supposedly getting passed, which I am interested about that because they're writing stuff in handwritten into the tax bill, which I think well, is it, like as a, a government. It's like, supposed to trickle down to the middle class. I know I'm middle class. I mean, because yeah, or whatever. I don't even know. I didn't know when I became middle class. I didn't. I I, I did honestly didn't because I grew up in a trailer and government apartments. Like one day I did my taxes. He's like, "Oh, you hit a new bracket." I'm like, "What does that mean?" Oh, they're going to tax the fuck out of you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Why?" He's like, well, you made more money. And I just kept going, why, though? <laughs> He's like, well, that's the way it works. I'm like, why does it have to work that way? I just definitely feel like there's a, a point right in the middle between Bernie Sanders, like, let's give it to them all for free. And, like, you know, everybody I mean, wins. And then there's Hillary Clinton. And somewhere in between there's there's a man or a woman that wants to be president that really cares about, that doesn't have that. I mean, we can talk about this all day, but the problem is, is there's – once again, like what we've talked about already is there's too much money involved in the politics game for and in all that stuff decisions, yeah. for, for somebody like what you're describing to come in and actually make clear cut change. It's, I feel like it's impossible and maybe I'm just naive to think that it's impossible, but it seems impossible. It's like the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase said, everybody's got their price. <laughs> I feel like I'm naive thinking that like Donald Trump might, if I, if there is a favorite thing about him. Like there's not many, mm-hmm. but if I had to pick a favorite thing about him is he, he doesn't seem like he's biased because he's a politician. He doesn't seem like a politician to me. He seems like somebody that like pretty much got bet that he couldn't do. Yeah. And then like Obama's like, you'll never be president. 
He's like, oh, challenge yeah. accepted. I was like, he's like, oh yeah, motherfucker. And then he became president. And now Simpsons he, called it too. Yeah, but and I just think that he's like in that position. Call back. But he doesn't care as much. I won't say he doesn't care at all, but about like the Clintons, yeah. about being a politician, and about like, he already has money. The man already's got all kinds of money. So and the and the main thing that like somebody was trying like somebody at the barbershop was actually talking to me about this and I was trying to the old ladies with the curlers yeah exactly uh, I was trying to uh, they were talking because literally it popped up on the screen on the TV and said you know s- s- passes the Senate the new tax bill or something or passes the house by 23 votes or something like that so out of out of all those 20 I mean the gap was 20 23 mm-hmm. that's it that's I mean think about this as a country like so Take all that, uh, everybody that lives here, or and think about it like that big twenty three different people, and that was it. The thirty, it's the uh, the biggest tax bill in thirty years, I believe. Yeah, and only it passed by twenty three. Oh, they're always pushing the whole like vote for that specific reason, that, right there. Vote for those people that are making yeah. that decision. But somebody was talking to me about it, and I was like, you know, I'm not Republican, I'm not Democrat, I'm not, I'm not, I'm no political party. If the tax bill is good for me. Good. Like, st- I'm, I'm happy about that. Can we start a right-wrong party? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, that's well, all I give a shit about. And that's, right, who, that's, that's who we're going to have on the podcast. Hopefully, the guy has talked back and forth with me, um, and we've agreed to January 8th, but um, I think it's January 8th or January 7th, whatever Sunday is. Yeah, it's the 8th, yeah. And um, it's the We Are Libertarians podcast. It's with Chris Spangle. Yeah. And um, he's a producer for the Bob and Tom show and he's going to come on. And I told him, I was like, I want you to tell me about libertarianism and tell me what it means to be a libertarian. And I was like, I want you to tell the listeners what it means. And then I'm also going to have a lot of questions because I know nothing about politics. I've been listening to a lot of his episodes and I feel like if I was to be along a party line, I feel like libertarian. So is, that's, that's is what is I was kind of just thinking. Party line. So you said the, I said the right, wrong thing. And you said, Oh, well, like matter of fact, there is a, so maybe I'm a libertarian. I don't even yeah, know. It. Maybe you are because, but they, they, I mean, they, they're fan of small government and, um, that's pretty much the gist of what I've like, got right now. I think they're uh, fiscal conservatives yeah. also. Yeah. So it, they like lean to the right a little bit, but like, well, it, it, here's a funny thought. And this is something that I've always said was like, I want to, so if this, this guy, girl, whoever's running, We'll see what they've done in the past and see what they've helped out. Like, actually, just do research and say, Their issues. I like this candidate or I like this candidate. And, like, we pick the best one, but we don't do that. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and maybe not, like, let the, like, publics slash, like, TV promote how you feel about someone because they're going to spew whatever it is that good they, Lord, I they want. Good Lord, I want a news. Like. I want a news company that just There's no delivers the thing. news and not a. Unfortunately, that's not a thing. Not a uh, what is it? A skewed Al Jazeera. Bi- yeah, maybe a skewed or biased opinion. Yeah, yeah. I haven't even checked that because either. we're all humans, though. Because think about it, though. Like you know, if I have to report on like a certain thing that I don't like or whatever, you want other people to not like it. Yeah, and that's the hard part about it, you know, because you you don't. I mean, there's a lot of times like we've done shows and stuff like that where people have said stuff and I just do not agree with it. I just want to like shove them through a wall and be like, yeah. "What is yeah. wrong with you?" But I, and but I stayed biased because that's what I needed to do. Exactly. Like we talked specifically yeah. last week about like just because someone doesn't believe the things you believe, I'm sh- I guarantee you that they believe things that you do. Mm-hmm. So like sometimes like the 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 problem I usually have with people is that they're just a bad person. 
not like if you if you don't believe what I believe in, but you're still a good person, you can be my like I'll be your friend. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like we're not like we just won't bring that up. We don't have to talk. We don't have to get <laughs> all heated about, about it. You know, what let's I mean? just bury that really deep inside so that when oh, uh, no, it just doesn't need to be. It just doesn't need to be talked. <laughs> no, about. No, I'm just talking yeah. about how I deal with things. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't even think you know what goes on around you half the time. Dad. They don't need like to, you and AP are a lot know. alike. Like you're just like do do do. The world's great. Kind of get that vibe. Sometimes. There is a, there is a lot going on, but uh, I, I, I keep the, it below the surface. Um, I we were talking about we were working on something, and, and he was and AP's like, well, how do I get better at it? I was like, well, you, you gotta find that time you were depressed and you know you felt bad. It'll bring it out in you and you know to help. He's like, man, I don't think I've ever been depressed. Uh, I, I know. It's a good I, feeling to have. I guess. And I was just, I know <laughs> that power to you. I know that I've literally only recently felt depressed one time, and I remember specifically when it happened. And so did he. He I said when he had to quit smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> I get depressed. I think when things confuse me and I don't understand them. I got like when something really bad happens and you don't know why it happened. That shit makes me. But my specific time was when I was sitting there at the gym and I was listening to some dubstep music and I looked around and I thought, I'm never going to go to one of these concerts. I'm never going to do a lot of the stuff that I used to do when That's I was younger. That's what makes you fucking depressed. Like, I feel... Jesus. I feel like... Does that bar come off of that? <laughs> I want to hit you with it. Okay. Come on. Give me a second. I'm thinking that I'm not going to have the kind of fun that I've had in the past ever again. And that, that made me depressed. Like I'm like, I, and I, I love my life. I love the people that I hang out with. I love the stuff that I, that I do that I enjoy. Like this right here gives me more of a rush than anything else. Yeah. It's fun. That's why I'm so into it. That's why I continue to do it. And, um, you know, but like sitting there, like I said, why is it like, I know it sounds super cliche, but I'm sitting there at the gym and I'm listening to a song and I'm like, it was always my dream to like see this concert live. Why the and fuck can't you see these people ever again? It's just I have a feeling that it's just not ever going to be. It's feeling. not ever going to be in the cards. See, and then, then hey, that's hey, don't judge my stress. Well, I can judge you because you're my or, friend. That's the best thing about being friends is we can don't judge, judge each my other. Being depressed, the thing the I'll kind, judge your depressedness. <laughs> the, okay, well let's let's judge it. <laughs> Some of the things I get depressed about sometimes, like you know how when you go to bed you think of a lot of like weird shit and you kind of like get deep into your thoughts. Well, I always think about like since I've had a child, like the worst fucking thing ever happening to my child. Like, um, I won't say any names or anything, but I know a family that their um, their child just got diagnosed with cancer, and it's just like you kind of take things into perspective. And I really feel for that family, and it's like, man, like so I lay. In, I know that's like it's really rough, dude. And you yeah. and you, but you lay in bed and you, like. Ever since I've had a kid, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. You feel like you're, and you are responsible for this person's life, the way that they turn out and the way that they are. And you, I just constantly go to bed night and just think, I'm like, I'm fucking this up, or am I good? Or yeah, and uh, I and I thought about it. My oldest son is 14, and I've lived with him my whole life. And my dad left at six, and I was just like, I love being a father of these kids. Yeah. Like, why would he ever leave us? It's that's great. what that's what I get depressed about. Yeah. yeah. Like a yeah. lot of that stuff that I used to do was fun, yeah. but it doesn't even pale in comparison to being a dad. So what I've realized is, as soon as I have kids, I might get more depressed. You might care more about <laughs> things. No, and then, then you yeah. know, you know the no, other. No, and I, I'm I'm perfectly happy to accept that, but it just seems like uh, seems like that's but where it I'm, came from. But it's nice that you like that's what you like. That's your depression. Like that's that's pretty damn so good. You, like you, you should be happy that that like you're able to like you're gonna snap. 
<laughs> just start opening fire one day. We're going to be like, yep, I well, knew no, that was going to happen. No it scares me because he, he, he talks so much about like compartmentalizing things. So I'm scared that he's like shoving all these compartments no, I, down I'm, deep. I'm, and that's what I said to you, did I not? I'm, and then I'm one really day they're just going to like, and then one day they're It'll just going like, to come out, don't worry. Yeah. I don't know. Like one day we were, but the episode that he deleted, um, we were busting his balls like a lot. <laughs> like I was just, I was just, just I, I hope it's not a conspiracy that I did it because like I was that. being a total dick, right? Not I'm in a bad way, that. but like funny, ha ha. And he just like, Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 it doesn't bother me. And I'm like, come on, like say something back. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. Like and once again, I know it sounds cliche, but man, the gym really helps me with that. <laughs> There's so many, it's so weird how people are so different. Like I'm so apt to snap when people give me shit, and you're so apt to like not. And then like my depression is so different from your depression, and it's weird how like and even on my scale of depression, there's people out there that are like suicidally depressed. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy that like. There's everything from suicidally depressed to like the middle ground where I'm over here thinking about the worst thing that could happen to my child to this guy that's just like, oh, I'm never going to get to go to a dubstep concert. <laughs> like, it's crazy how like people vary so much and like and how much me and you always talk about how we're alike. Mm. And then in that but we sense, have a lot of differences. I'm about to say, well. And in that sense, we're so different. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and that's just normal everyday life. What's that? Just everybody being different. I, yeah. I don't know. I know it's just like it's so just the fact that he's like well, just like your depression level just it's so good I'm happy for you when I get sad <laughs> like I'd love to be like that like I'd love to be like free, yeah. hey I want you guys man to I'll never get to see He Man again <laughs> but I did notice that as soon as I had a child I stopped caring so much about like d- things that I'm scared about happening to me like oh what if I get cancer and die I stop thinking about that I don't like give a shit if I get like I do but you do but then I care. Like I, I that, what trumps that thought is things that would happen to my daughter instead. Yeah. It's crazy. That, that's called love, actually. Yeah, I think so. Like I just like, and I'm, I mean, I didn't know what real. I mean, I mean, I married my wife. Yeah. I loved her, and obviously, you know, it's a different kind of love. Yeah. But like when I realized that I cared more about them than I did myself, and I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And that's it, the reason I were I married my wife. We've yeah. talked about that. That's awesome. I finally actually cared about somebody more than I cared about myself. It took Jesus. a long time. <laughs> I get <laughs> took it, 20, dude. 20, wow. She won. <laughs> took 20, 25 years, but then it happened. I get it, dude. I, I spent a lot of the... Like I my, know, I know. I'm, I'm very uh, narcissistic. Well, yeah. it, but it's you're hard. not. But you're not though. Like you're one of the sweetest dudes I yeah, know. You're a good dude, but like I feel like you, you like put up. I'm not saying you put up walls, but like you. Um, like I spent a lot of my childhood putting people in front of me mm. and I learned to like that made it harder for me to love that way. But I feel like you don't put you you're the complete opposite. You put up walls and you're like, I'm what's important you know, I'm not saying that like that's bad, no, but I like mean, that's what you spent a lot of your you spent <laughs> a lot of your like days before you looking out for yourself, but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So it's like um there's just two different ends of the spectrum and like I like I went through it like I Broke, got my little heart broke in high school and stuff like that when I could have just been like fuck that like I don't care I'm good like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and there's two different ends of the spectrum and that's how I was most of the time yeah, I, I I mean but the thing is is like I wanted to, I do want to say that like I just like anybody else I I did have those things happen but I just acted like it didn't happen like I, or I acted like it didn't affect me and that's what happens a lot like when things do bother me I've always been under the assumption that if I act like this doesn't bother me Eventually, it's not going to bother me anymore. Yeah, I'm and so it usually doesn't. It usually doesn't. Like I, I said, and it's worked out for me. Like when 
things piss me off at work. As long as I'm like, I go in every day and I'm like, man, that pissed me off yesterday, but it's not going to piss me off today, even though it's probably going to happen today. I, I am jealous of that. I've always been the type that like, if I'm in a bad mood, you can see I'm in a bad mood. If I'm like feeling awkward, you can see it. Like you can see, like I wear my heart on my sleeve type thing. And like, even like I wear my expressions on my sleeve. So like, if I'm mad, I don't, I, there's no way in hell that I can pretend like I'm happy. And I've seen people that are able to do that, like act like, Oh, I'm fine right now. But they're really not. I'm not one of those people. If I'm mad, you like everyone can fucking tell. What I'm bad at is actually consoling anybody that is yeah. in a bad mood or yeah. sad or I'm, upset. I'm, I'm good at that. I'm, I'm really bad at that. But uh, Asian Sensation, who you know, we've uh, the, I don't know if you did a show with Nami. You know who I'm we talking did. about. He um, one day I, I got I just lost my lost my shit and I'm screaming so loud, like just screaming at somebody, just topping my lung. And I walked back up front, and this lady was waiting on me. I was like, hi, how you doing? Can I help you? <laughs> her look on her face was like, yeah. <laughs> like you just slipped, flipped a switch, and she walked away. <laughs> and Asian's like, man, you're a sociopath. <laughs> He's like, who can do that? I have learned that, like, I'll have a really bad day, and then once I walk into my job, I got to, like, turn that shit off. Because, oh, yeah. like, it's, like, I just realized that it's, I'm not going to make any money. I'm not, nothing good is going to come from me being in a bad mood. So maybe I just need to do that with my whole life as opposed to just when I walk into work. And that's I mean, why I've changed a little bit. It just depends if, if you're ready to deal with the other uh, issues when when you just push them away and turn that switch it's off. It's just hard for me to act like I'm cool when I'm not cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I understand that. Um, but if you if you if you have like somebody around you like whether it's a work or outside of work that goes through the same like you do, yeah. That's the coolest thing in the world. Like you'll get a text like I'm going to blow this whole place up. And I'm like, yeah. I know how you feel right now. And then the next day you're like, Hey, how's your day? Good, good. You know, yeah. you, cause yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to, you got to be careful. You send that to exactly <laughs> like with For the old, sure, the yeah. old gun emoji with a little, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. someone might call your mom. Yeah. Uh, man, this, this has been the longest episode we've done. And it's, it's more than an awesome. hour and 40 minutes. Oh yeah. It's, oh, cause wow. it's that's, two hours. It's cause you brought the ratings in good no actually i like i like i said is i'm like him i love doing this uh, i, I talked ap into yeah. doing one uh another one tomorrow so nice good uh but yeah i mean there's a lot of stuff coming the the podcast we were doing a live show i've got notes bj are yep. you gonna bj is gonna be emceeing yep. Um, if anyone cares, we have shirts, but <laughs> you don't have my size. I'd wear one uh, on the show. I'm All right. right. We're, we're going to work on that. Like, uh, I don't want to be like Chris Farley. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to take two smalls and <laughs> cut them in half and then sew them back together. Because like I told AP and, 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 and I, you're going to get the double logo. That's what everybody always says. Like, I'm tired of being the funny fat guy. I want to lose some weight. And they're like, well, we don't, you know, we don't consider you the funny fat guy. Like, so you just come here the fat guy. <laughs> Whoa. He's like, you're not funny, but it's going to be at at Legends Bar and Venue in Shiviet, Ohio. I'm just glad it's not a grill. It's yeah. more of a venue. Well, you have to say Bar and Venue because there is a Legends Bar and Grill, and uh, if they type that into their GPS, they're not going to get to where they're supposed to go. So, so we're going to a Legends Bar this is on and a Venue Sunday, right? on a Sunday, February 18th. It's our 100th episode. Yeah. What's the uh, closest uh, metropolitan city to that? Cincinnati. Because I might just go up Saturday night and just stay the night. That'd be a good choice. Where's the closest speedway so I can use my speedy reward, <laughs> my speedy reward points? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's going to be the 100th episode. We're going to have Creedon doing music. Yeah. Um, BJ is going to be emceeing. Um, there's apparently going to be some um, like art 
or art. There's going to be an artist there that's like actually like doing paintings like as we're doing our show too. Oh, we got double booked. <laughs> no, like <laughs> no, There's also going to be a clown making a balloon. <laughs> he's somebody he's somebody that's friends with the guys oh, okay. from Pointless Dude, discussion. can you have somebody throw a bucket of confetti? Yeah, yeah. like Absolutely. the Arnold Trotters. Oh yeah. yeah. For sure. We I should can, just I get, get a basketball on a string, too. <laughs> we just need a bunch of people that have a bunch of random-ass like skills. Yeah. And they're just in the crowd doing weird But we don't tie them in anywhere. No, we don't talk about them. They're just there. <laughs> they're just there. I'm just like, it. next, coming up on the stage. is like, uh, this guy's over here doing card tricks. <laughs> like, is this your card? There's and a then this guy, Yeah. I'm Mike Upper talking about it, and a midget punched me in the dick. And I was like, that's not playing. <laughs> At least some weird shit will happen. Yeah. No, it's going to be a good show, and you know, even if there's not a lot of people, I'm still saying it's a win because my we, dream ever since I started doing this was to do a live show, and it's part of the bucket list. Yeah, we keep saying if there's not a lot of people because there's, we're, I'm kind of feeling like there's not going to be a lot. Hey, of people. I've got people supporting me that are coming. I have no friends. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I bring nothing to this production. Um, I could fit three people in my car besides I'm, myself. Yeah, so I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm bringing people. Don't worry. I'm my, bring, my oh. biggest fan is my daughter. There you go. Well, she. No, no, no. She doesn't have an ID. Not no. yet. Not yet. Um, so you're going to be 21 to get in? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't you didn't say I'm, I'm, did it. I'm assuming it's 21. <laughs> I want to check that. I'm getting, well, ready. I'm getting ready to meet with the guys. Don't well, worry. Well, it's still a month and a half. Venue. Well, I'm, I'm it's meet, a venue, not a bar and grill. So yeah. <laughs> we're good. I'm meeting with the guys in uh, January. So we're going to like work out the details. That's awesome. Um, but it's going to be fun. It'll be a lot of stuff involving the number 100 because that's the only thing I can yeah. think of. So this was a fun podcast, I think, just because, like, one, it's going to be on Christmas. And we're going to be, like, uh, I mean, hopefully people still listen the same amount they would normally do. And I did get a lot of voicemails that I'm going to add in at the end of the episode. So if okay. you're looking for that and you're waiting to hear that, it's coming up. Here I soon. fucking called him. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Because I didn't want people to think that I forgot him like I did during the football one. Because I did forget two people during the football one when we, we were asking get, questions. We just get to chatting, you yeah. know. Hey, this is... Uh, you got to go with the flow. Like, this is this, juice. juice. If, if I was to interrupt this podcast and then start start playing all these voicemails like i think we would be like what the fuck are we doing here? we might have left my yeah. middle name is tangent exactly <laughs> i've noticed that mine's yeah. julius <laughs> i'm gonna tell you mine what is yours uh, it starts with a U. you already told me oh yeah it's Ulysses? on facebook though no it's uriah oh yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> that's the worst that. part about my name is everybody tries to guess it and it's just like no and i i told yeah Mine, mine, I, I have three. Mine has names, the, so mine it. would be like Shane U Jones, and everyone like in middle school, like is it Uranus? Like, <laughs> haven't heard that Man, one. People were pretty. Yeah, funny. I wasn't like a football star. I so. thought it was funny. <laughs> no, I I've got three first names: Justin, David, Kelly. So it was really easy. Oh damn, you do. <laughs> like a fucking uh, yeah, Andrew Justin Salesman. Justin David Kelly's coming. Like, who are those people? <laughs> That's just one person. <laughs> so so um so. You guys, okay, I was asking Shane this right before you got here. I've been playing music at the end of my episodes. Do you yep. think that that is, like, me stealing it from you guys or other other shows that I've listened that do that? Or do you think that that's just an, a common way to do things? No, I just know you stole a lot of shit from us, actually. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, next week we're going to start calling this the Mugcast. <laughs> Um. <laughs> no, it was just because the hardest thing to do is to end the show, right? Because we have the entrance music, and we were just yeah. like, you know, as long as you're not making, um, there's a certain rule, as long as this is not happening, then you can't get in trouble for it. Oh, yeah. But obviously, YouTube will send you a thing, but we stopped uploading to YouTube. Yeah. 
Um, we load the other videos. YouTube and stuff hasn't like ever that. sent me anything. Facebook will let me know that it won't upload to their. Well, we don't upload site. ours to Facebook. We just ours just goes mine automatically there. goes to it because I set everything up and <clears throat> didn't know what I was doing. So no, it's fun. It's fun though. Like the um, the one we just did, we played. Um, I'm coming home um, uh, for the show that came out or whatever because you know it's the last. It was our last show of 2017, and you know it was something that meant a lot to me when I was because a lot of times I pick a lot of the music. We had somebody else help uh, picking the music a little bit. And it was kind of cool because I got people involved. They would say, hey, yeah. play this, play this, and stuff like that. Because if I was uh, AP, it would be Nickelback and fucking Kid Rock. And <laughs> Fred Durst. My name is Kid. And that's what Shane and I were talking about right before this episode was we think we should have people like send us in like whatever they're feeling or whatever yeah. they're liking. And it just gives, it provides an opportunity for more interaction. So um, what are we going out to then? Well... You pulled up a Dude, song. Dude, the only that. song that I got shit for was the song you picked. <laughs> Ricky I'm fucking glad. Martin. I'm glad, though. I bet people interacted with you because... You gave because me shit for putting... Uh Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, and you played hey, Ricky Martin. Hey, couple Martin. Life, dude, listen to that. Oh, and my God. Tell me you don't get I pumped. Like you were like, yeah, this song's okay, but you're over here playing dude, Ricky I played, Martin. I played that song I was depressed you. after you played that song. No way. You're over here playing Ricky Martin on other yeah. people's podcasts, but giving me shit for playing no way. Taylor no way. Swift. No way. Taylor Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, if you got bad blood, we'll, we'll, we'll turn it up. <laughs> it was actually, look what you made me do. But ah. I, uh, yeah, that's the one I wanted. Okay. What was it? Do you want me to just... Or you plug it in. All right, we'll just tell you. Well, you got to give the whole. Yeah. Well, what song are we going out to? Uh, you probably never heard of it. Well, is it got an ad? Yes. Okay. No, that's not an oh, ad. Oh, no, that's, that's not an ad. Restart it. <laughs> Come on. Good pod right here. <laughs> What's the song titled? Uh, walk, Idiot, Walk. Okay. Who's it by? The Hives. The Hives. Walk, idiot, walk. You might know when you hear it.
I'm cool with it. It made me laugh. Like we're just like we're out. Merry Christmas if you're still listening. 